Blessings, my sister. Love you. How are you? All right. How was your day? Very peaceful. <laughs> That's a blessing. Amen. Welcome, Dave. How are you? Amen. Come up and talk as well. This is an open room chat. We just talk. Or whatever happens, happens in the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Oh, wow. Did you do a room today, Apostle? No, I had I had to take me an oxygenation day. <laughs> okay, I hear you. I, I use the wisdom given to me by my sister. I don't get burnt out. I take it easy, you know? Yes, you know, because I was going to do a Bible study tonight. <laughs> but I couldn't because I had... um. You know, I was on the phone with somebody. We were ministering to uh, each other. Another woman of uh, a woman of God here on uh, Clubhouse. We were ministering, ministering to each other, and really pouring out. And so I was like, Nah, should I? I was like, Nah, don't push it. Don't you know what I mean? <laughs> Keep it together. That's right. We got by the by the grace of God. I got tomorrow. You know and. Um, I want to give it my all and give it my best. I don't ever want to just skim. You know what I mean? I don't want to bring. Uh, yeah, I don't want to bring uh, just a little. I want to give it everything that I've got. I guess I see some. Um, okay. No, we're not doing that here, David. But if you like to talk, you know, just, you know, no. regular. Yeah, this room does not say anything about advertise your business <laughs> on it. Although I have had days where I, um, we do networking. And so those are the rooms you want to look for, the ones that people are networking or offering services. You can open your own room and do that. That's the thing about that. You can open your own room and if people are interested, they'll come in. Um, but there are so many people that are offering trading and Bitcoin. Um, so see, if I was into trading and Bitcoin, I wouldn't be in uh looking to go get other people in it i'll be if i'm collecting all this money and it's doing so well you know i will be focused on <laughs> the buddies i'm collecting from if it's doing so great so um i don't know how great that uh is doing But I do have some Bitcoin I got some money in a wallet somewhere one of those metaverse you know Connected to one of the metaverses, and I haven't done a thing with it, just sitting there. Yeah. 
So what you been making lately, Apostle? Amen. Praise God. Lately, I've been working on custom-made ministerial shirts for, for the brothers, for men. And I've got a few of those to do and making chasubles for the archbishop. Um, I'm waiting to settle into my new um, my new residence real soon, and then I can get back focused on my prayer shawls, the talits that I make, prophetic talits. Okay, I don't have one of those yet. I may, I may like one of those. I'm over here making jewelry. I've been busy all Amen. day. Amen. Like, I don't know what is it, what is going. Little house, you know. I'm just flowing. I'm just flowing. I'm going with the Holy Spirit, like. <laughs> okay, Holy Spirit, on Amen. you. Amen. That's what I'm talking about. Just let God do it. The best mm -hmm. things come out of a flow. Right? Ooh, Ooh. that'll preach, won't it? <laughs> Listen, yes, it will. Ooh, I like that one. Is somebody in? Okay, I do see you. Welcome. How are you, David? God bless you. God bless you. How are you doing? How, how are you, woman of God, doing? We're doing all right. We're going to be on radio. <laughs> uh, say it again. I was just looking in your, in your profile. I oh, said, we're going to be on radio. <laughs> God bless so, you. Tell me, so how come I wasn't able to see? You said um, David was, um, the other David was advertised. I don't see none of his stuff that he was putting up. He was, well, he was inboxing you or because I don't see it in the chat. No, it was in the chat. It's been deleted. Oh, yes, oh, right. gotcha, gotcha. Okay, wonderful. When I saw it, I, I immediately say, "This is not the room." We ask you not to solicit David. Boom, just get on out of here with that. You can easily oh, ask for permission, and then you know you never know. They may say it's okay. You know, I would appreciate. You think I'll be moved more to allow it if someone would be respectful and just ask. Um, and so I'm going to keep that in mind. If someone actually asked me that, um, and I'm having a room, I may give them permission to even come up and talk about it. There's uh, times I have rooms where we can network with one another, and um, I can share it to my uh, social media platforms. And so other people who are interested and they hear it, then they'll contact the person if that's what they choose to do. Gotcha. And they have the option to open their own room up and say, listen, I want to talk to you about creating. Come on in. <laughs> Amen. So it's a pretty good night. My goodness, my son woke up with um, Aaliyah. Welcome. How are you? <clears throat> Woke up with slow, uh, swollen glands. I was like, oh my goodness. I think he's been grinding his teeth at night. So I've got to get him like a mouth guard or something like that. Welcome, Leah. How are you? How was your day? Hi, it was good. 
Um, I really came in because I was like, I need understanding for a certain thing. Such as what kind of thing? Such as discernment. Um, what does discernment feel like to each of you as an individual? Okay, before we answer that question, why why do you have that question? Because I went into a room and I don't know if it was my discernment kicking in or if I'm just having a stomach ache right now, but my stomach feels like it hurts. You you believe it was because of that room that you went in? That I'm still like thinking about so you don't think it was something that you ate or drink drank did someone pray for you give you some type of instructions and you followed it like what happened you, we, i need more detail <laughs> i mean i got prayed for but like i wasn't feeling that way until i came into a certain room Okay, well, we can't necessarily say it was that room then if, you know, you just think that that was it. could have been something you ate or drank. Um, so um, can I chime in here? Sure. All right. So discernment, you know, there's different levels of discernment. Um, there's, you know, there's your natural discernment that you're going to have. There's discernment through the word of God where you could discern. Um, the Bible says the word of God is a discerner of the heart and the intent. So um, as some as stuff come out of someone's mouth through the word, you'll be able to discern certain things or not. Right. But then there's the gift of discerning of spirits. And so that gift of discerning of spirits is unique, is very unique. If you if you think about it, everyone has a level of discernment maybe through experience. Um, some people could discern if someone is trying to pull wool over their eyes or stuff. So those are different levels of discernment, but the gift of discerning of spirits is given directly by the Holy Ghost. And someone could be saying all the right things. They can seem like it's right. And you'll be able to look beyond all the things that may be on point that said, and you could discern that that is from um, a devil, or you you could discern that this is from the Spirit of God. So it doesn't only discern negatively, it, it discerns um, when things are right, too. So that's, you know, just to answer your question, the gift of discerning of spirits um, will, will kick in. If you have that gift, everyone doesn't have that gift. Um, it's giving the nine gifts of the Spirit that the Bible speaks about. It, it's given severally as the Holy Spirit will. Um, you can ask God for it, and you know He may give it to you. Um, so you know, you know, I'm not able to say that. Okay, it's you, your stomach was hurting. That means this, this, or this, um, unless the Holy Spirit showed me, and I was like, okay, yeah, yes, it is. Or Holy Spirit, because they not that's something that you ate. I have no idea, um, but. Just to answer your your question generally on the, the gift of discerning of spirits, um, that you know that's that's my answer. Um, so with that, I'm going to mute out. Thank you. I appreciate you, uh, David, stepping up to help. Uh, <laughs> um, I like. To, I'm a question person. I ask a lot of questions first to try to you know what I mean. Weed certain things out. 
And so um, I will say this. I will say because I do have that gift. Um, it can happen. Your stomach can hurt. Your head can hurt. It could be a variety of things. It could be telling you that someone is experiencing that and that you need to pray for the pray for them. You understand what I'm saying? Or it could be telling you get your butt out of that room. So um, that's why prayer and a close relationship uh, with the Lord is very important. So, yes, that is uh, um, another thing about discerning of spirits. You can be able to literally see spirits on people. Okay. And you're able, like he said, to discern whether it's a devil or if it's the Lord speaking. Yeah. So, um, so you want to take that in prayer. It could have been telling you get your butt out of that room, or it could have just been, um, or it could have been that someone was experiencing uh, wasn't feeling well. So you definitely want to pray into that um, and ask the Holy Spirit to reveal. Um, and but definitely pray anytime you experience something like that. That is true. I've actually had, like, my aunt struggles with colitis, and I would okay. feel her symptoms. Okay, so you um, so you want to be in prayer for her to bring it, alert you. Welcome, Apostle Valerie Bradley. You want um, the Holy Spirit will alert you when someone is close to you. Um, is going through because I definitely, uh, before I knew anything about that, I was experiencing that with my sister, my son, my husband. I mean, a lot of people. Uh, and so I need to, uh, to pray. Uh, some of them I was able to chat with them. May I chime in as well, sis? Yes, please do. Amen. Peace and grace be unto you. And thank you also for um, pinging me in when you come into your in your room. I enjoy the, the word of wisdom that God gives you. And, and just the laid back atmosphere is so peaceful when I come in here. I promise. I can just grab a pillow and just stretch out. <laughs> <laughs> I can just rest in it. Sometimes just need to just sit back and just absorb. Um, but for the young lady that asked, I didn't, I didn't hear, but I believe she was asking concerning discernment. And it's like everyone said, it's nothing more than having the supernatural ability to know the difference between truth and error. And it's, it's supernaturally given. It's not given by our own intellect, logic, and reasoning. It goes beyond human natural and, and human, it goes beyond human logic and reasoning. Amen. And there, um, from my understanding, they're different. Like uh, uh, Brother David, Apostle David, we're speaking of there are different levels of discernment. There are discerning, biblical discernment, where you can tell if someone is speaking the word of God, the rhema word. You can, there's a, a, a ability and discernment of information. You can discern if their information is correct. Mind you, it is also knowing without human, without human assistance. 
has nothing to do with us. It goes beyond human ability to to know what is right or wrong with information as, as you reflect on something, uh, their decisions, through actions, but also spiritual. The spiritual one is where most seem to have a problem with what is of God and what is of the of, of, of the adversary. Okay. Um, I would like to say this to your help, to your help. Um, discernment does not come with uh, picking up an infirmities of someone. Um, transferring of a spirit can come through in a room as well. When you when your body has been open or you have not gotten enough spiritual rest to, to know how to evacuate what you've been getting or to hold on to what is what is necessary for you. And that comes to spending quiet time in the Lord. Okay. Um, if you read Second Peter, I believe it is one in five, it tells you to add to your virtue. And that's what discernment is. It is a virtue. It is a certain quality that comes out of the mind, out of the spirit function of Christ in us. It comes out of the Holy Spirit. Everyone born again has that virtue of discernment. And if they don't, they should. Because it is the inward working power that gives us the ability to operate in supernatural. Okay? So sometimes you can be possessed with a spirit. Or you could have a transfer in a spirit. Or you can be possibly by the gift by the gift of a somewhat onset of a healing anointing, which comes with bearing the infirmity. You may have a burden for souls. You may be carrying someone that also comes, but that's not discernment. It is a gift. You don't discern that you carry a gift. Your gift is in operation, but you don't understand it. I hope that that helps you. Okay. Um, I just wanted to thank you all for your guidance. And thank you, Sully, for opening the room up. I know I'm not always in your rooms, but I just want to thank you for what you do. And thank you for always allowing me to speak. You are welcome. You are welcome to come in uh, and bring your questions anytime. Bluetooth is connected. Praise God. And, um, so we thank God because um, this room is this room is God's room. I'm just the manager. I come open it up, and He does what He wants to do. I was just telling the prophet <laughs> that it it can go that way. However, God wants it to go, it's gonna flow, and so this is His will for us to discuss that. Praise the Lord that so He sent you in here. Amen. Hi, Apostle Valerie Bradley. How was your day? I'm blessed, highly favored. Uh, blessings to you all. Uh, everyone's face is a new face except for David's. I was just uh, strolling the um, the club here, and uh, I saw his face. I hadn't spoken with him for a while, and I kind of tiptoed on in here. Blessings, brother. <laughs> Greetings, greetings, woman of God. Blessings. And I long, thought, long time no here. I know, I know. Um, 
I thought what a perfect room because it leaves room to talk about whatever God is putting on your heart. Open room. Come in and chat. I said, okay. Well, God bless you all. Thank you for inviting me up. And you know, has led me to do this. I have times where I pray. I have times where I'm teaching or preaching. And he also has me to open the room up for chat. And when I do, God comes in and does some amazing things. Uh, Apostle, you can vouch, can't you, Apostle? <laughs> Amen. The wonderful, wonderful, blessed times, my God, we have had in here. And it's the freedom of it. It's the, you know, come in, be yourself. You know, what's on your mind? We can laugh in here. We can go into prayer, worship, just anything at the drop of a dime that Holy Spirit wants to do. We'll talk about serious things. We'll talk about family. We'll talk about, you know, marriage, relationships, ministry. You know, God has birthed people out of this uh, room into ministry, into their own rooms. <laughs> Amen. Yes, that's true. He's Amen. having his way. Well, it's, it's certainly a lot to talk about in the body of Christ today uh, mm -hmm. so that we can uh, all be on the same page, that we can know what God is saying in this hour. So much is happening in the world, and a lot of people don't understand it uh, because they don't understand God. And so who better, uh, along with the Spirit of God, to explain to the people but those that he has called to preach amen and how can they hear without a preacher how can he preach unless he was sent mm -hmm. amen well i was in a place i was in a place i was uh going through i was miserable i've had everything being thrown at me mm -hmm. um from the enemy i was like what is going on god da, 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 da. and i finally pulled back and he led me here and i was like okay god what am i gonna be teaching about what am i doing in this room you're gonna have to do it because i don't know well, and well, I there, there, was, there is a there is a, a release that god has done for this hour because of the dispensation that we are now in so a lot of people are are experiencing spiritual warfare to a level that they have never experienced it before because of the release the mandates that are happening in the earth right now. Yes. Yeah. So um, there's spiritual warfare and then there is um, increase in authority that God has given his people. So that goes hand in hand. The greater the authority, the greater the spiritual warfare. But we are in a time now where there has been uh, demonic release. The Bible says that in the last days, that wickedness and lawlessness will be at an increase that has never ever been seen you know and i thought about that just the other day i thought okay there was a time of adam and there was a time of the flood the flood happened because of the disobedience of the people in that time so it was bad enough their disobedience their wickedness their perverseness their lawlessness uh that god said i'm gonna wipe everybody out but the eight people noah and his family so you mean we're coming up in a time now where it was even worse than that 
yes, according to the word of God. So that's something I know. My goodness. That's something to think about. Watch out there now. Keep close. (laughs) I'm staying close. Amen. But as Noah was as Noah was assigned in his dispensation, God has assigned those in this dispensation that are to flow, to give forth the word, to give forth understanding, to move in power, authority, and dominion in this dispensation. So uh, what the enemy is doing there are those who can handle that the sons of god have arised we're here hallelujah Hallelujah. and we're here for this time and this season and what is happening what has happened and what is about to happen because it will get greater the wrath of god is greater the things that we experience on the earth will be greater but so is the anointing, so is the authority, so is um, those who have been abled by God and sent by this God, by God for this time that we're living in and this time that is coming upon the earth and their inhabitants. Amen. Amen. I thank God that we can run into him and be safe, that as long as we're in him, we abide in him. We are safe. That's true. Um, yeah. And I remember the scripture that that was speaking about uh, when evil abounds, grace will abound much more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> grace will abound much more. Woo, I thank God for grace. Woo. Yes, thank you, Lord, for your grace, your I'm unmerited favor mm. that we cannot earn, but you have just given it to us. You're just you just God who gives the good and the and the great things, the blessings, all come from him for his people. For those so who are good. obedient and submitted to him, we are the ones that walk in covenant and we are the heirs of the covenants to the saints. God is good. Yes, he is. And I think that's why I get I don't I don't like when people misuse the Lord, misuse his word, his people. But you know, some of them says uh, they're not people of the covenant of the promises of God because they have not submitted themselves to to that with God. Then some are, but they have compromised themselves. And then there are some who are holding on to what they have till the Lord comes. And the Lord talks about them in the church of Sardis in the book of Revelations. He says, there are those that are among you who we have just described, some who are not of the fold of God, some who Mm -hmm. are, but they have compromised themselves and some who are faithful to hold on to what they have. And it's a little bit, the Lord says, but they have it. And he says, hold on to it until he comes. Yeah. Amen. That definitely brings me to that scripture. He said, those who which have will be given more. My mm-hmm. God. Woo. Thank you, Amen. Jesus. Thank you. Mother. God. Amen. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a talker because I, I got the mouth of a of a preacher. So if I'm talking too much, you just go on and <laughs> you know, I'm listening. This is good. You all right, Apostle. I'm all right. You know yeah. how we do it. Hey, <laughs> It's a it's an apostle thing. Okay, I hear y'all. <laughs> no, it's a family. We family, sis. 
<laughs> Amen. I bless God for you. You know, I want to go back to something you said, Prophet Susan. You said, uh, you know, that you go through so many things, and along with what Apostle Valerie was saying, um, I, I bless the Lord for um, and and Brother David there with us. Amen. And Sister Leah, everyone that's in the room and in the, Amen. In the in the extended part here, and the others that are associated with the room. Um, having just a chat, an open room, come in and chat. And a lot of times, you know, people want to, people want to grow in God, but you know, growth requires responsibility. Come on. If you're going to grow, you got to take, seize what is being given to you to maintain that next level. And when we get to the next level, we cannot minister at a level we've just arrived on. We can only minister from the place we came from to bring them up to release the knowledge, to, le to release incentively the uh, extended grace of God when we have gotten to another level. Um, for an example, uh, Apostle Valerie, God bless you. I want to uh, piggyback on how you're saying that God has given, you know, us, we that are mature in the word and how we, you, um, you gave, you gave, um, a great exhortation concerning how we're able to answer a question for the young lady. Not, mm -hmm. no one is here is, uh, is the genius of the, of the study of God, but what we have gained, we didn't let it slip. Amen. And I thank God for how you've worded that, how, you know, your communication with us in the room concerning it. Thank you. What, well, what God. God gave to me, sis, I went through something. And and mm -hmm. and it's amazing when you do right. It's something about flesh feels so bad. <laughs> it's yeah. in this in this God's because God is pulling divinity out of His humanity, and there's a detachment um, experience we go through when the, the when the divine moves through the humanity, or mm -hmm. or, the, or, the, or operates out of humanity. And um, just as a question was asked about discernment. Um, someone can come in a room and I've experienced this on this week mm. and by us being as discerned as we are, thank God for that word, that, that mm -hmm. um, attribute um, or that process of growing into him, into yes. the Holy spirit. Yes. And one person came in the room and, um, and I was sitting, listen, I wasn't even going to do anything else. I was just going to oxygenate today. I give out, 100. So I got enough sense to know to, to go back to the well and go alone and sit sometimes by the well. Mm -hmm. The woman asked a question and she was, uh, the, the spirit came with the woman and the spirit was speaking through the individual, a spirit. Yeah. And when the spirit asked ladies, apostles, prophets, <laughs> fivefold gifts, my family, they came and asked because it, there was a, a different dialogue that was an American. So they wanted to I guess perceive that I want to get this 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 oil from this 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 man of God, this prophet, mm -hmm. and so the person acts, the spirit acts through the person. Uh, I'm, I want to know what what can I do because I'm a seer, I'm a seer, you know, I'm a seer. They can push it, I'm a seer, and I want to know why I can't get past this and something is trying to block me because it's trying to create lust in me, and it was just talking. Oh, and listen to the language. Listen to the language, Apostle. The language lets you know what's there. Go ahead. Go ahead. Absolutely. I'm being very dramatic 
I'm, I'm dramatizing what was said. So I'm bringing it exactly the way it happened as a true judgment of the matter, okay? And so mm -hmm. I'm listening and I was resting. So I wasn't in an uproar or nothing. Wasn't on 100, coming out of the third heaven and all of that. I was sitting, I was listening. I said, uh-uh, something going on right here in this room. I don't like, I, my spirit went to 100, like in five seconds. And I was like, what is going on with this, this spirit coming here talking? So as the, as the spirit was speaking through the individual, the Lord tried, the Lord spoke to my spirit in my heart and said that the spirit is trying to find out a corridor, a hallway to get into because this person here doesn't have enough word for it to flow through and transform into a child of light. My goodness. So, oh, help me, Holy Ghost. I'm just sharing what I heard, what, what God did for me today. And it was earlier and I really, I, I, I could not not withhold that which was good to the room because someone did not understand. So the the individual the spirit was still speaking through this vessel through this woman of God. And so she says, I'm I'm being I'm being articulate like this for a reason, okay? So the spirit began to talk again. Could you pray for me because I want to know what is blocking me? I'm what 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 infuriated my spirit. And I I had a righteous indignation because no one in the room could discern that this is a spirit trying to gain access to that room that we were in. And it was using the woman to speak out of a third, second person party to speak to this where, where we are here and now. We, I mean, we're not ignorant of Satan's devices. And here I am tired as all, as, as, as an overwatered flower, I'm just laying back in limbo, just relaxing. I said, I'll just listen, you know, you know. And even when you are in a place of relaxation, mm -hmm. the outward man may perish, meaning it can be relaxed. Let me use that because it, it perishes only meaning that it deteriorates day by day, second by second, and all of that. We understand that. But I'm laying down and I'm just in a the body is just relaxing, but waiting on restoration, oxygenation. But the spirit man doesn't sleep. Hey, they broke I feel the Holy Ghost wrapping himself like the tippet around someone's collarbone now. Can I talk to someone now? You're being blanketed. See, I can't help but feel what, what the Spirit of the Lord is because I got a relationship with sweet Holy Spirit. And when I began to speak to the, to the, to the person that wanted prayer, I texted and channeled the, the host of the room and I said, do you mind if I would, you would give me the grace um, to to um, speak to this young lady, to, to the lady that just asked for prayer. Mm -hmm. And you could hear the, oh, thank you, Lord, to the, from the, because it was a man, so he was like, oh, he was a breathing hard and stuff when he came back in with, I'm gonna release mm -hmm. the mic to, uh, to Apostle Carswell. And the first question I asked Apostle Valerie, Prophet Sulian and, and brother, Apostle David, Sister Leah down here, everyone, I said, could you tell me, um, what it is that you needed prayer for, because when you asked for prayer, you gave a lot of information, but you never mentioned what you wanted for prayer. Mm -hmm. Then here is a manifestation, just a slight spark. Well, this, it got real intelligent. This is what I was meaning to speak on. Oh, it got real, you know, real kind of something, something in the tone chain. I said, okay, I said, well, all right, now you're gonna give me the prayer request. I want to know why. And then it got mad now. Can you see the degrees of this thing manifesting? I want to know why I can't get 
through a certain place and I'm, I'm blocked and I don't know why I'm being blocked because the spirit is it's a spirit of lust or something and I don't know what it is and I've done everything I can do. And I'm there now, I hear a whole different subject matter. We have to learn to listen when someone is speaking. Promise you before living God this thing. This spirit manifested and then I asked a question. I stayed just as humble because I didn't have anything to be upset about. I came to her, the spirit again and I asked the spirit, can you tell me since you said that you were a seer, who told you you were a seer? And then the thing bust out and laughed. You could hear the witch laugh. <laughs> oh, it just like it was a joke. I think the conversation went on too long. You should have rebuked it, cast it out, and sent it to hell before it's time. Then explain to See, the young lady what was happening. Absolutely. Now, when I went on, you're absolutely correct, Apostle Valerie. I have a certain critique about myself, and that, and 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 I, I'm a worn bride. I got a wedding dress on, but I got combat boots on under my dress. And I, I keep them on, you know. Yeah. And at the time, and I did not want to appear unseemly because I'm in somebody else's room. And so my my teaching and 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 courtesy had to come into us an, an approach. I had to address it in that wise. But when she began to tell me, you know what, the spirit spoke again. Now it's being recorded, and that's what I really wanted to engage in, to let someone hear because they, they didn't hear before that this time. Hallelujah. And, uh, and, and then when I begin to- If I huh? can engage with you right here, that's yes. why who we are as apostles who are called by God, um, it, it has been our responsibility along with the soul to get the proper information, the proper weapons of warfare which is the word of God. So when an apostle that is called by God, who's just not any old body in the crowd, come on, come on, then they should be aware that an anointing is coming in um, that has a bite to it. You understand? So when the apostle is in the house, the enemy and the people should know that there is a warfare anointing that's in the house. So even if it's somebody else's room, if you invite that apostle up and the enemy shows up, you might see some sparks. You might see a battle begin and end with the victory of the apostle. So don't be surprised when the apostle walks in power and authority because that's what the apostle was called to do, to set the order of Christ in the house, to set the order of Christ in the court. You understand the courts of God. And if the enemy dare come in as if it has any preference or reference over that anointing, then you put it in its place. You understand? Absolutely, absolutely. And so that, and the people will understand that by teaching. But there have been jelly back apostles yes, and prophets have. who have not stood as God wants them to stand. Who will not rebuke? Who will not correct? Who will not properly teach? Because they're too busy being itching ear preachers instead of having the anointing. See, the 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 anointing is always socially correct always so you're not out of order you're not not being ladylike you're not being socially disobedient when you put the enemy in his place Amen. right so we ain't gonna play with that thing we ain't gonna play with the enemy we're not gonna have this conversation with you 
I see you. I know you hear spirit of the Antichrist. I bind you in the name of Jesus. I cast you out to the place that God has prepared for you for this season. I won't play with you. And then if you have to explain to the babes what just happened, you do that. But you take care of that business. Amen. Praise God. And you are absolutely correct. And to exercise that, it, it didn't take about three. It took about three minutes in this whole dialogue, this whole dialogue. And when the Lord began to have me to go into that region, and as just as I spoke, as I shared with you, I then began to say, I call you out, you spirit of sabotage now what you and say. spirit of hindrance in Jesus name. And I plead the blood and command you to shut your mouth in this room. You false prophet, you false seer, you are not called and you are coming in a room with false authority and a covering that God did not ordain. And at that appointed time, I was saying this to bring this out. And you are absolutely correct, Apostle. And I promise you, when you come into a place of authority, when we as people of God step into the place of our authority, step, it doesn't mean a walk. It means a uh, uh, an instant, being instant in season, an instant uh, uh, functionality that we step into it. The Lord began to, it got so quiet, you could hear church mice in that room mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and the power of God, people was just saying like, and you can hear him say, whoa, oh my God. Then they saying, Lord, the blood of Jesus. Then they, everybody got off the mic, the blood of Jesus. You can hear the fear. We fear nothing, glory to God. And for the, for the spirit of the Antichrist to come in, this is where we are so, where we are so, um, the fivefold is so needed, amen, to, to continue to stand fast, to be unmovable. Not yes. reversible, unmovable, unremovable. You cannot remove me from, you didn't point me in this place. You cannot remove me from this anointed place. That's right. And on top of Destined. that, you spoke, Apostle, about spirit of discernment. So by the spirit of God, we see. By the spirit of God, we know. By the yes. spirit of God, we have the wisdom to know what to do in a situation like that. You understand? So we Absolutely. don't give the enemy any glory or any room. We don't give him. We don't entertain the enemy. Go straight for the juggler. Cut the head of the serpent off and send it to its rightful place. Amen? So that Praise it will God. not be there to um, affect the babes. You understand? Amen. Amen. It will not be Absolutely. To affect the children of God. Yes. So how can we see Amen. the wolf and then, you know, play with him, entertain him, and uh, while he's there to devour the children? The devil is a liar. Amen. Amen. Well, we bless the Lord. I do. I do t thank God for the <laughs> con construction, constructive, hallelujah, restructive. Um, modifications and even in application, I do. I receive that. Bless the Lord that the spirit of that this the the house was being secured and the gates were. Yeah, you were setting so the safely. order. You were yeah. setting the order of Christ, and you did not let the enemy come in and and just take over. No, you it understand. Did. Yes, so, so that's the call of, of an apostle. That's yes, what we Lord. do. That's what we do. That's awesome. And it's always socially, my sister, correct. It's always yes. socially. I tell the people a lot of times, you sure you want me to come up? But can you okay. handle this anointing? And it's not bragging on me, but God that is in me. Can come you on, handle Apostle. what I carry? Because when I carry it, I'm giving it to all. I'm going to display it where God told me to. And I'm not mm. going to pick and choose whether it hurts your feelings or not. 
But yeah. it might hurt your feelings, but it's gonna get you right. You hear me? Yes, God. That's it. Flesh may hurt, but the soul gonna prosper. The soul gonna prosper. And when and if you have the opportunity to finish the race, if you are one of those, you'll be glad for the ministering that happened to you when you were on the earth. You'll be glad yes. for the correction that came. You'll be glad for the exposing, the instructions that are godly. You'll be glad for it because it it keeps you on the road yes. that's called straight. Amen. Amen. I receive that. I bless the Lord for you. I really do. I thank God. I mean, when you said, when the, the thought came out of the young lady that said, thank you for letting her speak in the room, she wanted discernment. And and, and I was just sitting back, absolutely, actually just reflecting. And I, and I thought about the different steps, different stages. There's biblical discernment, you know, mm -hmm. and there's a word, there's a there's a word discernment, discerning that the word is fresh and you know where they are as babes or as one on meat. That's, that's you know, still discerning. And, and it does not come from man's intellect of reasoning and logic. And you have to, we as people of God cannot raise or cannot advance the ecclesia or the kingdom of God based upon an outward expression. With the Bible is expressly speaking about those that carry the oil of God. Mm -hmm. Those that have been foreknown, predestined, amen. Yes. Not jellybacks, like you said, but those that was justified, yes. qualified, and sent. And Ooh. enabled Period. by the power of God. And enabled, that's it. Yes. Yes, For it is God that working through us. Every, every, every gift that has been given to the body, and people call them the five-fold ministry gifts, but every gift that has been given has been given by Christ, but they were chosen aforetime, but they were given for each generation of life, each yes. generation, until we all come into the fullness of the statue of Christ, as it says in Ephesians 11, 4 and 11, uh, going on down to verse 13, tells us the length of time that these gifts are needed and placed in the body. So it ain't over yet. You understand? Because the church still in the, in the earth. The Come body on. of Christ is still in the earth, so oh, it ain't wow. over yet. And so yes. we're needed. Amen. Hey. We're all needed. But we're needed, we're needed to be who and what God has placed in us, what he has called us to be. And there's no compromise in that. No. There's no room to put up for compromise. God Amen. says, cry out loud. And Tell your brother to oh, transgressions, yeah. put them on, on the road to right. Yes. But you got to live the road to right, too. That's right. That's it right. is required. Or the, or, the, or the blood is on your hands. That's right. And you don't want the sheep blood on your hands because it's a great cost to pay for that. My God. It is. So, it's an awesome place to be. Yeah. So as an apostle, sis, you're yes. going swinging that sword, that word for the sword that we use our weapon of warfare is the word of God, but you don't come in with no butter knife. You come in with a sword. We ain't come to tickle the devil. We came to cut his head out. I love how y'all sharpening each other. Y'all, I'm on high right now, mm -hmm. but I want to expect nothing less. Amen. Okay. This, I, is I, what, I, this is what we're this is what we're made for. We were made for this. We were made for it. Yes, Lord. Created yeah, for that Glory to God. And it didn't just stop when you when you finish high school. God caught that soul that is yours before he laid the foundations of the world. Mm -hmm. And you know, we used to hear people say, that's an old soul. 
Yes, it is. Yes, I've been, I've been with the Lord. <laughs> yes, I've been with God. the Lord. Confirmation. That's a whole soul. Yes, Lord. And my wow. eyes ain't Paul said it was like uh, the scales had fallen off his eyes. My eyes ain't closed. I got eyes. Come on, we Say ain't sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> to God. I love your apostle. I love your spirit. Yes. I found I fell in love with Sister Susie the same way. I've got his praise God together. I praise God. I praise thank God. him for you. Really blessed everyone here. Thank you. I, I do appreciate that. You know what? I, I, I was in a place and, and I have to get out of it sometimes. And you can, like you say, you can be in the room. You have to watch what you do when you go into certain rooms. Like Sister Sue, prophet was asking her, okay, well, did you go in the room? Or do you perceive that you got something from the room? <laughs> it's your stomach hurting. In the room, I'm laughing because of identity, because there, there's, a, there's a formula yes. to why you asked her that. And I understand that. Yes, and uh, mm -hmm. and sometimes you know we as apostles we we don't carry a swing blade, we carry a hammer, and we crush that rock into pieces. Praise mm -hmm. God! Mm -hmm. Every seed that is not of our fathers, we crush it. We crush Amen. it. But they even in the it. crushing, we show for <clears throat> excuse me the love of God. Even in the crushing, we're fighting for the brethren. Even in the crushing, we're standing for the innocent and those that are not strong Absolutely. to stand yeah. right now. But we stand and we fight the good fight uh, because the Lord has sent us to do that, that the fight itself may give him the glory. Amen. And then Amen. that glory wins the people to him. Yes. To it does. Him. And yes. so we are the ones who have been sent an apostle, uh, a prophet, evangelist, pastor, and teacher. They are sent ones sent from God. For the generation of their lives to uh, to speak those things that are righteous, true, and holy, and yes. God has called us forth to do that and to set the you know tear that tear down them strongholds and yes. throw down those things that God didn't establish. But He also sent us to build to build upon the truth, a sure foundation. Yes, yes, that's what we're here for. Well, I ain't got time to say, excuse me, pass me the napkin. I might lick my fingers and eat with my fingers because I got something to do and I'm in a hurry to do it. So if I ain't looking like I'm socially correct to you, Hallelujah. I can't help that. It's, it's heavenly correct, okay? You see me with my pearls and my earrings and my necklace on. I am, I am a lady, but when I get on that battlefield, baby, I'm a dragon slayer. Don't play with the don't play, because the don't play, don't play. <laughs> Amen. 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 I'm so, oh, this is good. This is good stuff to listen to. I'm blessed. I have a prayer request. Um, Amen. God gets the glory. I have a prayer request. Something has been trying to come against my throat. <clears throat> And um, it was clear at one time. Um, I'm backing off of like milk products, um, mm -hmm. but it's just, I need my throat clear. Now I've had. I am a seer. I, I ain't just saying that, y'all. <laughs> but um, I had a vision of. Uh, I guess it was my esophagus. I didn't know what it was at the time, and they were like these free radicals sitting on there. Mm -hmm. Everybody was sitting on there. Then someone spoke and said, God is doing something in your throat. And I was like, okay. I just began to thunder in prayer, you know, for healing, all kinds of healing. Yes. Um, and so a little later, I began, I think I was singing or something like that. I was like, wait a minute, my voice sounds clearer. 
But here it is again, like some type of blockage or something trying to set, you know, on there. Mm -hmm. So I've definitely, I've been praying, you know, praying about that. I'm like trying to get, tell my body, recognize if there's any cells or anything sitting there that should not be, be there to be removed. Um, I think that, what is that, Mark? I'm going to say Mark 11 and 24, but I got to check that. Um, but what what I'm trying to get to is God says that if we believe what we pray for, when we pray, we can have it. If it is of a righteous nature, he says that um, he will not withhold the good or the righteous thing from us. So you're in covenant with God. He's talking about his covenant children, those that have relationship with him, those that are part of his body. He heals those that are not, but for the children, he has established a word. And he says his word will not come back to him void. Amen. And so it is his will that we um, are healthy inside, spiritually, and outside. He says that our bodies are our enemies, but we have ruled over the enemy. The, the Our bodies, the world, and Satan is our enemy. But we, he has given us authority, and he has given us rule over the enemy. So healing is the children's bread. It belongs to you uh, by the established word and will of God. You understand that? Hold on just one moment. Apostle, I see you, man of God. I am in a room now, and my phone dialed you, but I can okay. call you back because right. I'm ministering. I said, I said okay. All, right. All right. Thank I'm you, sir. My daughter to call me so I can send you this stuff. Okay. All right, dear. All right. Bless God bless you. Bless you. I'm sorry, but he's not a man of God that I like to ignore. Uh, it's a great anointing on him. Um, but, uh, uh, Suge Lee. So as you believe, you can receive. It is God's will that we be in health. God's Amen. will is that you prosper and be made whole. He's spoken it many times in the word. So now, by faith, you can have what you need in your healing, if this is God's will. So I'd like to pray for you, with you understanding that this is already written, that it is God's yes. word, it is God's heart for you, and for all of us that we be healed. So much so that he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities and the chastisement of our peace is upon him and by his stripes we are healed. He's already given it for. You understand? Yeah. Okay, so the enemy and infirmities and sickness have no right in your body as you are in covenant with God. And Christ has already paid for all of your sins. Okay? He's already paid for that. He's already paid the price for your healing. It's already done. Now all you need to do by faith is receive it. And then he did not even leave you faith, faithless. Because the word says that he gave him a, he gives a gift of faith to the believer in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Faith is a spiritual gift that God has given us. And he said, all you need is the size of the grain of the mustard seed. So with all of that that you have heard, 
Let's pray. Okay? Glory yes. to God. So, Father, we thank you. And we love you. We thank you for all that you have let us know, all that you have shown us, all the wonderful and marvelous things that you have already given over to us. Healing is one. I believe it by faith because I believe your word. I believe that your word will never and it cannot come to you void. And you have said in your word that if we believe and pray the prayer of faith, that whatever we have prayed for, we can have it. That's your word. So I stand on that word now concerning Shalee. She has said some things are going on, Father. We don't know everything, but you know. And Father, so we set her in the midst of that covenant, of that promise, because she needs it right now, Father. If she does not have enough faith, increase her faith. But I link her faith with my faith and with your promised word unto the believer that this thing will be done for her because I know that you don't want her to suffer. I know that you don't want her to be ill. I know that you have not given this spirit of infirmity reign over her or me. So I take authority now, God, the authority that you have given me to speak a thing that is not as though it were, and it shall come to pass. So I speak her healing, Father. And I even speak her healing that she is healed by the stripes of Christ. For the word says that he has already made the way for her healing. So we stand on that word now. We cast everything out that's illegal. We cast everything out that you have not given leave to. We cast everything out that is not your will. And we send it to the sea of forgiveness. We send it to even a dry place in the spirit realm, Lord God. We send it that it may not harm or affect any and never to return to my sister in the name of Jesus. So God, you said that you would not ever uh, have your servant to be ashamed. I serve you, Lord, and I serve your people. And I stand with the others that are praying that you would be in the midst of it. For your word says that if any two sh should gather in the earth, touching and agreeing on a matter that is righteous, oh God, and I know that is righteous, that you would be in the midst of it. So as you are here with us, Father, uh, the spirit of infirmity cannot stay, but it must obey. And we call it to do so now in the name of Jesus. And we know that it is done now, Father. We declare that this is done. We decree that what we have spoken is done. For you have declared it and decreed it first, Lord God. And everything is subject unto your authority. So, Father, we give you glory. For by faith we believe that you have done this thing that we have asked you for. For you said you have done it in your word. And we thank you. We give you the glory in Jesus' name. Now, Shirley, all you need do is thank the Lord and receive your healing. Father For the God, Lord has given it over. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. For the gift of health. Hallelujah. For the gift of life thank and strength. You, Father. Thank you, thank Father you, God. Thank you, Father. Father. In the mind, thank body, you, and spirit. You are faithful to us, O God, in all things. We worship you and we thank you, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. For you are a marvelous God. You are wonderful in all of your ways. You deserve worship and you deserve praise. And we acknowledge that before people, Lord. We acknowledge it before your throne of grace and mercy. And we thank you, Lord God, for the testimony that she she has within her, the testimony 
that is coming forth of how you have shown her mercy, how you have healed her, how, Lord God, the report of the Lord uh, goes before all other reports and that you are with us to keep us and to bless us. And because you reference us, those that know your name, you give over to us, oh God. And we are blessed because of you. We give you the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We bless you, Lord. We thank you, Lord God. We celebrate with her, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. We in rejoice. the mighty name of Jesus. We rejoice in Jesus' name. Thank, thank you, Thank you for healing her, God. Thank you and, for healing And you are healed. Don't yes. take it back. I am healed. You yes, are healed. Do not take it back. Oh, so no sales, no nothing. In my voice. Ah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Go on and shout unto the Lord. Go on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yay. Bless your name, God. All things are possible with you, oh God. Yes, God, Lord. I'm from you. Yes. Well, they have yes. Yes. But you Hallelujah. See, this thing is complicated to the world, but for God, it is an easy thing. He said his yoke is easy. Take it. Whatever you are in need of, all you need to do is believe when you pray. That's the word of God. All you need to do is believe when you pray. Amen. And he said he will give you the thing that is righteous. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. God. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Bless your holy name. And I just want to play this song. Oh my God. <laughs> my favorite songs. Hallelujah. To praise the Lord. Just to lift him up. Mm-hmm. You too, please. Thank you, Jesus. And that is the scripture, Mark 11 and 24. Bless the Lord. Read it. 11, and that's confirmation. I heard that earlier today. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank Amen. you, Father. And I thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, my Lord. Jesus, Jesus, you're worthy, God. You're worthy. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. Thank I you. bless you. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes, my Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, God. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for being healer, Lord God. Healer. Oh, yes, God. Hallelujah. Thank you for bringing your healing power. Thank you for your virtue on tonight, God. Hallelujah. Yeah, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Oh, magnify you, God. Hallelujah. You know, people, God didn't just be. Just give food to the little boy that had the fish and the loaves. But he fed everybody that was around that was hungry. Yeah, come so on I, now. I grab onto that to that word for myself. Get your portion. So I grab onto it right now for myself. If there was anyone else who's sick in the house in need, Mark it's for you too. Be released in the name of Glory Jesus. To God. Yes, yes, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you. 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 Th
access. Hey, hey, hey. Glory to your Jesus. name, Father. For you are worthy. Oh, wonderful. Mercy thank you for your son, God. Hallelujah. Heal deliver us. Oh, we thank you, Lord, for this reason. Oh, God. Yes. For this reason, was the Son of Man manifested to destroy the work of Satan, God. We thank you for going and destroying the works, God. We bless you. We bless you, my Lord. We praise you. We praise you, God, for your wonderful yes, God. God. Yes, God. Yes, God. God. Hallelujah. You are very present. Help, God. We praise Yes, God, you provide for us, God. You father us, We lack nothing because of you, God. It's in you that we live and we move and we have our being, God. Hey, glory to God. We thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. One body, but many members, God. And we thank you for each member working in this function, bringing increase in love to the body. We thank you for increase. Thank you, my Lord. Thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for your presence. Thank you, Lord, God. Thank you, thank you, Thank you, Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Thank you, Jesus. 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 Thank you, Hallelujah. Oh Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you, my Lord. Thank you, my Lord. Thank you, my Lord. You are still great in the earth, oh God. Yes, God. None other beside you. None like you, Lord. Hallelujah. You are great. Yes, you are. We bless you, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Every mind, every heart, every heart. That you have yeah. commanded to be yes, uh, submitted God. to your will, Lord. We thank yes, you, God. God. Hallelujah. 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 You say. Oh, we bless you, my Lord. Hallelujah. We bless you, my Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank Hallelujah. You. Hallelujah. Are you Hallelujah. feeling this? Having obtained help this of the Lord, we continue to this. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank you for obtaining help. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Jesus. Hallelujah. And Hallelujah. I put the I want to say I put the link up top, Leah, for you. I am on some social media platforms. The Lord has used me to create videos, uh, praise dances, you know, videos of encouraging words and prayers and things like that. So mm-hmm. you can message me anytime you like. And connect with me. Amen. Okay. I am here for you. I God has sent youth all ages to me, all ages and stages. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Praise um, the Lord. Praise thank the Lord. you, Jesus. Yes, God. Hallelujah. So that's why I posted it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Everybody is welcome to. Yes. God. Uh,
view, you know, videos and things like that. Sing that song, Apostle. Um, I hear you. Hey, <laughs> my mute. Go on and sing. Sing that song. It, it won't always be like this. Sing that, sister. God is perfecting those things in me. Yeah, Lord. Come on. Sooner or later. It's going to work in my favor. Oh, he's turning around for me. Yes, around for me. Around for me. He's turning around for me. Yes. Oh, you ain't through. Give us some more. I love that. You know, God inhabits the praise of his people. When there's worship and there's praise, there's God. He lives in it. Give us a little You have a beautiful voice, too. Oh, bless you. <laughs> you know from the beginning, sis? I'm going in to pull the words up so I can pull it up. Exact. I'll change the word. Thank you, Lord. While, you, while you're doing, what you know, praise according to your heart. Because God will have you praise him prophetically in song. So, Amen. Um, you know, if you got to add some words to it, add, add the heart to it, the passion, the passion. Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. Glory be to God. We bless the Lord. Amen. Bless Hallelujah. The Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Do I hear some albums coming up? <laughs> <laughs> I, have a, I have a soaking anointing when I just go in this call sporadic album. <laughs> and let me tell you about that praise yeah. while you find your music, uh, sis. Um, and blessings, brother Johnny. We seen you come up. I um I um I was in my yeah. room and I was praising the Lord, and he gave me prophetic songs. He said he would give new hymns for those that belong to him to sing. And when I was praising the Lord that day. It was as if I was in my room, but I had gone to a heavenly place. And I looked around me when I was there and I saw angels and I saw the souls of those who had gotten to that place of worship. They were there kneeled. And we were praising the Lord. And all I could see was from his, from his, uh, the level of his knees down to his feet. I saw his feet and uh, we were in that place praising. And I don't know how long I had been actually praising in, you know, in the earth. Um, but I was in that place and I was praising with the angels. And when I came out, usually when I pray, pray and praise like that, uh, a heavenly sleep comes over me and the God lets me rest. But I've been praising for so long and I had to go to the ladies room, which is right across from my bedroom. So I immediately, when the Lord brought me down some so that I can function in my natural body, I went across to the bathroom and I flipped the light on and there's the the uh, mirror, the medicine cabinet mirror right to my right. So when I walked in and I came through the uh, threshold of the door, I flipped the light on and I looked over and saw myself in the mirror. Because I had been praising so long, I looked, I, I, my whole body looked like white marble. White mom. Now I never experienced that since then, or maybe it's been happening to me. But the Lord would always lay me down and let me sleep. But I was as white as this paper is here on this mm -hmm. um, 
this little picture here on um clubhouse and um mm. and i stayed that way for a little while because even coming out the bathroom i was like that but i never looked at myself after i came out of that hey, type of Shabbat. worship before you Ikata. understand Ikata. but my my uh Ooh, that's powerful it's powerful so god had really taken who i was as a soul yes. even though i was present in the earth i was there yes. in the in the throne room of god praising with the angels so don't take the praise lightly you understand amen, amen. don't take the praise lightly y'all amen Ooh. praise god don't sing apostle oh my god that's powerful who had to grasp yes, it is. i feel like my face is at the opening of a furnace hallelujah hallelujah yes. And he's a consuming fire. Hallelujah. I feel the fire of God like his hands is picking up his baby girl, like you pick your baby up face to face under the arms. Yes. God is doing something in the breathing in the chest. His hands is at a position right now. Yes. Touching his humanity in a position. I speak to the lungs. I speak to the breathing in the body. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. That that individual tonight, God, that may be going through breathing problems. Lord God is going through things in the diaphragm. Glory yes, to God. I Lord. command your anointing. Jehovah Rafika, touch every vital organ. And cause, Lord God, for oxygenation yes, in the body, cause for the flow, God, of that which you created fearfully and wonderfully to operate in perimeters and boundaries that only you can control. Hey, Hallelujah. My God from Zion, I command the lungs to Hallelujah. Hallelujah to extract in the name of Jesus. God, I praise you. I praise yes, you because it's through you. We live and move and we have our being, God. And I bless you for your anointing, God. Yes, that breaks and destroys every yoke, every false symptom appearing real, every yes. subtle attack of the enemy. We beat yes, now in Jesus' name. Yeah, God, we send a woe unto them that betrays the Son of Man in any way, seeing that we go as you have determined for us, God. Let there be no hindrances. Let there be no blockages. Let there be no stumbling blocks, God. In the name of Jesus, we thank you for free access, God. Traveling free, God. Hallelujah, naturally and spiritually. So in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Oh, bye. Hallelujah. I bless God on today. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Sometimes discouraged, but I'm not defeated. Yes. Cast down, but not destroyed. There are times I don't understand, but I believe that right now is turning. Yes, Lord. It's turning. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. It's turning right now. It's turning. It's turning around for me. I've had struggles and disappointments. There were times I felt so all alone. Some of my friends, those I thought were my friends, they left me down. 
But I still put in my mind, I'll keep on running, cause right now it's turning. Oh, right now it's turning. Right now it's turning around for me. Yeah, come on, woman of God. Because it won't always be like this. Yeah, my Lord. God is perfecting those things in me because sooner or later i don't know when it's gonna happen i know it's sooner or later yeah, i'm Lord. trusting god he's gonna do it for me sooner or later yes it is it's gonna work in my favor yes, oh my lord i believe it so you're turning around for me thank you lord Turn it around for me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I can see the breaking of day now. I can change my horizon now. No more down but looking up because you're turning around. You're turning around for me. Glory to God. I'll keep on singing. I'll keep on searching. I'll keep on praising because you turned it around for me. You're turning around and around for me. You're turning around and around for me. You're turning around. You're turning around. You're turning around, oh God, you turn it around for me. When I couldn't find my way, when I didn't have the words to say, I, I needed a friend to point my way. God, you stepped right in on time and turned it around. Shabbataya, you turn it around. You turn it around. Yes, you did. You turned it around for me. Hallelujah. My God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, my Lord. Thank yes, you. Yes, God. So, I know you're working it out, oh God. I know you're working it out, Father. I yes, know it's turning. It's turning, God. I believe it by faith. I grab hold to that, God. Hallelujah, my Lord. Yeah. Yes, oh God. I'm here. Yes, I'm yes, here. Thank you, Lord. I know you'll never leave me. I know you'll never forsake me. Yes, Speak, yes. Lord. Speak, Lord. For your servant hears. Hallelujah. For your servant here. Yes, Lord. Speak, Lord. Speak, Lord. Yeah, Lord. I'm right here. Your servant here. I'm not moving no here, more. I'm right here. Hallelujah. Want Hallelujah. to speak, Lord. Hiya. Your people are dying. I need you to speak. We need you. Your Lord. people are wondering. I need you to speak. Yeah, tell us, Lord. Speak, tell us, Lord. Lord. Hallelujah. Give instructions. For your servant hears. Uh, yeah. Speak, Lord. 
Speak, Lord. Speak, my Lord. Speak, Lord, for your We need you to speak. Hallelujah. Speak in the home. We need you to speak. Hallelujah. Where the fathers are gone. We need you to speak. Where the mothers left alone. We need you to speak, Lord. Speak, my Lord. Speak, Lord, for your servant hears. Open their ears, let their voices be loud. Speak, Lord. Yeah, we need you, God. We need you, my Lord. We need you, my Lord. We need you to speak. We're waiting to be blessed, God. Hallelujah. We need you to speak. Change will come when you speak. Deliverance comes when you speak. (laughs) Healing is here when you speak. We need you to speak. We need you to speak. Your servant here. We hear. We hear. Lord, we hear you. Yeah, my Lord. We hear you. We hear you. Speak, Lord. Speak, Lord. Speak, Lord. We need to touch from you, Closer. Closer than you first believed. I'm closer. Closer. Closer than you first believed. I'm here. Yeah, my Lord. Yeah, yes, I'm here. I see my soul and I. I see your soul is open. Yeah, my Lord. I'm here. Glory, glory. My soul, take it up. I see your soul is open. My oil, I I am here. Oh, I am. I am here. Hallelujah, my Lord. I am here for your tears. Here for your song. Here for your praise. I'm here. I'm here. Hallelujah. I'm here. Hallelujah. I'm here. Yeah, my Lord. Yeah, my Lord. Your heart is open. I am here. Open, I am pouring my oil on you. We need you now. We need you now. Thank you, my Lord. Pour it out. Pour it out. Pour it out. Ere mando shebe atoshena. 
Yes, God, like the dew in the morning, strength, God. Oh God. Hallelujah. Rest upon us, God. Yes, oh God. Someone's heart yes. needs you tonight. Someone's daughter tonight needs you, God. Thank you, Lord. Lord God, we need you to rest right. today. <laughs> Take your rightful place, God. Tiando Bosaya, rest in our hearts, God. Take your 
yes, on the seat of our hearts, God. Yes, sit on the seat of our hearts, God. Yes, God, we will it to be. We will it to be. We will it to be. We want you, Lord. We need you, Lord. Yeah, yeah, Lord, oh, Messiah. We can't move without you. We need you. Yes, God. Hallelujah. It's in you. Glory. My God, all the earth moves at your sound, God. Let us have a new vibration of anointing, God. Oh, we herald your name. The name above every name. Oh, we take joy in your name, Lord. We take joy to call your name, Lord. Oh, yes, matchless king. Hallelujah, sovereign wonder. You are awesome. Yeah, we thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Glory. Hallelujah. My God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Our God is awesome, isn't he? He's a wonderful God. Yes, he is. He's worthy. Yes, God. Yes, he is. Lord, you hide us in the worship. You hide us in your worship, God. You hide us under the ocean, under your shadow, God. You cover us and you father us, oh God. Yay, we are able to do all things, God, because you are here. You are here. You are here with us, Lord. Yes. We seek only your desires, God. Yes, God. We know you're here, God. And because you're here, God, we can make our request known. We can whisper our prayer, God. We see you. We see you in the spirit, God. Mm. We touch you in the spirit, God. We embrace you. We hold on to this new portion of your love, God. You pour it out. You're pouring out your love, God. You're pouring out your grace, God. You're pouring out, God. You're pouring out favor. You're pouring out direction. Oh, we embrace you, Lord. We can't do nothing without you, Lord. Yay, we quiet ourselves in your presence, God. We humble ourselves. Hiya. Hey, they both so they they both say. Yeah, my Lord. Have your way, God. Have your way. Have your way. Not as we would will, God. Yes, out of the Bosaya. Yes, God. We thank you for touching us and visiting us, Lord. Remembering the Lord's state of every handmaiden, God. Yes, God. We thank you for activating, God, your authority. Thank you, Lord. Bringing us to a new level of our nitty order, basically. Yes, oh, God. My God. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. We are worthy. We're slain before the foundations of the ah, Hallelujah. Yes, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, my Lord. You are great. Yes, you are. Holy One, you walked upon the sea. Praise the dead. Mm, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Great and mighty. Yes, you are. Yes, you Everything are. I know about you is great. Jamdua, you are great. Jamdua, Jamdua, so great. Walked upon the sea, he raised the dead. Great yes. majesty. You are great. You are wonderful. You are wonderful. You are wonderful. Everything I know about you is great. I don't know about anything else, but everything I know about Christ is great. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Hallelujah. He doesn't vasculate. He doesn't, hallelujah, go to a low. He stays the same. Come yesterday, on. today, and forever. Hallelujah. Ah, glory to God. Yes, hallelujah. Lord. Hallelujah. We bless your name, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let a new sound come out of the government of your authority. And each and every one represented here tonight. Let a new sound come up out of their government. A sound of victory. A sound of determination. Hallelujah. Because you're great and they know that you are. For them that know they God shall be strong and to exploits God they are great. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, I bless you on tonight, God. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. 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 I say my day intentional, God. God. Hallelujah. Yes, God. We praise Hallelujah. your name. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. I'm inviting you guys up. If anyone would like to come up, I may have invited you up already. Just raise your hand. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. My God, what a power. Hallelujah. Everything. I just hear this. He's everything to me. Yes, God. Joy and sorrow, you're everything to me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bless you, woman of God. Bless you. Glory to God. Bless you all. Now I'm going to release this mic and this is soaking this. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I just want to share before you went into sing it. <laughs> um, I wanted to share with you a word I heard <clears throat> the Lord say previously. It said, uh, as I was going to play some music, I was like, let me put on some prophetic worship. That's what was supposed to cross my mind. But instead of prophetic, I heard the word apostolic worship. I was like, wow, okay, God, what what, what is that? My God. And that crossed my mind right before you begin to say, I was like, I'm going to tell them. But then I was like, no, let her go ahead. <laughs> 
And so he brought it back, Holy Spirit brought it back to my remembrance. And you just begin to flow and begin to just build on the music and the songs and the melodies. And I was like, wow, wow. Thank you so much for that, Apostle Robbie, just really pouring out and praising. Hallelujah. This is just. This is just so God. That's the only thing way I can explain it. You know, I just opened the room up. I really didn't believe anybody was going to come in. Maybe one or two people. You know, people pop in, they pop out. Um, but look at God. Look at God. I can't. I, that's the only one I can point to. <laughs> I didn't ping until like the last few minutes. I began to, you know, ping a few people in. Um, and you know, in case they want to come in as well, but listen, it's God. If you're here, God has brought you in, He's drawing you here, and it's for him, whatever His reason, His purpose. Praise the Lord. We bless Him, though. We give Him thanks that He's brought us all together here, you know, this evening just to really, um, hallelujah, be able to really fellowship. You know, real fellowship. We can talk. You can tell me about your name, your family, you know, <laughs> how your day went. Hallelujah. When you go to church, the truth is you don't get to express all of that. Um, you know, you can talk about what you like, what you don't like respectfully. Okay. <laughs> Praise the Lord. You can share your favorite scriptures, your songs. You can really just, um, we can have all things in common here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And that's why I invite everyone up on the platform. That's their choice, whether they come up or um, choose to just, you know, stay in the room and listen and enjoy. Um, but I just want to say we're all equal here. We're all wonderfully and fearfully made in his image and likeness. Praise the Lord. I thank you. I honor your apostles, all the apostles in the room. Look, God knew what he was doing. Hallelujah. Future apostles. Wink, wink. <laughs> Prophets, pastors, evangelists, teachers, ministers, you are a child of God. Hallelujah. Ministers of the gospel. Hallelujah. His walking epistles. Hallelujah. Read of all men. God bless you. Hallelujah. You know, it's just a, it's just a sweet and pleasant um, blessing. Hallelujah. It's these things like this. This is how God wants to bless us. This is how he wants to bless us. My God, in his presence with one another, hallelujah, peacefully, with the bond of peace, with love, compassion, and passion. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. So I honor you all. I thank you so much for coming in the room and just, you know, hallelujah, coming to gather together uh, on one accord. Why? Because we believe. We believe Jesus is the Christ. He's the son of God. Hallelujah. He's risen. He's amen, seated on the right hand amen. of the Father. Guess where we at, y'all? We in him. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Glory to God. Anybody like to speak? Apostle. Uh, I see David is here. We have uh, Johnny. Forgive me. I don't know your title of your pastor or... Apostle, um, God bless you. You are welcome to unmute your mic and just let's just let the Holy Spirit flow. I just want to add value with a song, if that's okay. Yes, Please, sir. God. 
I lift my hands in total adoration unto you. You reign on the throne, for you are God and God alone. Because of you, my cloudy days are gone. So to you, I sing this song. I just want to say that love you more than anything. Hallelujah. I love you, Jesus. Yes. I worship and adore you. Yes, Lord. I just want to tell you, Lord, I love you more than anything. More than anything. Praise God. That was a beautiful man of God. Beautiful. Amen. Beautiful. One Amen. of my favorite songs. <laughs> Glory to Anybody else? Emmy, Bree, Natasha, Leah. I'm just here listening in. I'm putting my babies to bed, but this listening to the worship and being able to sing along with my children has definitely blessed me. So I'm here. I'm singing as well. Bless Amen. you all. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. 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 Honor to everybody in the room. I'm just listening as well. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Natasha. Natasha, you look like you got something to say, Natasha. <laughs> Why well, I have to look like I got something to say? I know. With this month that I've been having, I'm just trying to be encouraged. That's all. Amen. Amen. Well, I pray. Uh, I come into agreement with you. Hallelujah. Be encouraged. Hallelujah. And, and also encourage somebody else. Hallelujah. I have found when I needed encouragement, I end up encouraging somebody else and then I get encouraged. <laughs> oh my God. Look at God, how he works. My God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. This is so sweet to just be in your presence. Hallelujah. Just to be able to focus on you and put our minds on you. It just brings us into the place of peace. Your peace which surpasses all understanding. I don't know what all you all got going on and the things that I've got going on or had, you know, they are not on my mind right now. <laughs> They're not on my mind. I'm trusting God with it. I have released it. I released it um, because of who he is. Yes, because of who you are. Yes, we can give you glory. We can give you praise. We can rest. My God, he has washed our feet. He has Thank washed you, our feet. Hallelujah. Uh, what hasn't he done for us? I cannot point to a thing. I cannot point to a thing. What hasn't he done for us? That we need to say, go to him and say, Father, you need to do this, this, and that. <laughs> it is finished. It is. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Apostle Valerie Bradley, for bearing me up. In the spirit, glory to God. Hallelujah. Anytime. Thank God. Anytime. Although it's a plus, you know, it, two is better than one. Guess what? When the believers come together, we are one. We are one. <laughs> Hallelujah. That kingdom math, I'm telling you. We think one plus one equal two. One plus one equal one in the kingdom. 
in the kingdom, don't it? And that's he that's heaven's math, isn't it? Ain't it? <laughs> that's heaven's math. I love it. I love Thank it. Thank you, Father God. Hallelujah. So we give you glory. Hallelujah. Praise. You guys are still invited to come up. I'm going to send that invite one more time because I don't want to close the room right now. But I don't want to, you know, maybe we'll just do that. We'll have like a heavenly silence for about 30 seconds, you guys. For about 30 seconds. We're going to do a heavenly silence. Amen. I'm going to mute my mic. God bless you, Apostle Robbie. Um, please, can everybody hear me? We can hear you, brother. Uh, we're just go being silent for just one moment. So when she breaks the silence, then you can talk. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Such a sweet peace. Thank you, Father. Thank Amen. you. Father. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. At any given time, you're able to come off your mic. You want to say amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And you just want to worship, you know, let's just stay within the flow and the um and the volume, you know, of the room. I know I get loud sometimes. My voice is just like that. Uh, but I try to be quiet. There was, one, there was one sister evangelist he wanted to say something okay yes you're welcome evangelist this man can flow right he can flow he can go all right come on evangelist you're welcome i was actually connecting my bluetooth so i didn't know you said um um like she's selling for the world so um <laughs> I was like, everybody is silent. I mean, nobody is seeing anything. Um, so, <laughs> Speak a little more into your mic, Evangelist. You're a little low. Okay. Is it okay now, please? That's a little better. Okay. You see, um, <laughs> today, Apostle, Apostle Roby gave a word to someone. You see, that, that was so powerful word. You know, mm -hmm. um, let, me, let, me, let me try to analyze this. The reason why, you see, people normally go to um, rooms over here on Clubhouse. And what happened is that they, 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 they prophesize to them randomly. But you see, Apostle Robbie was able to, I mean, position the lady. You see, the reason why... Prophecy sometimes fails to manifest is that the one giving you the prophetic word must be investigated. 
The person who carries the prophetic word is so important. So you should pray that God gives your prophetic word to a prophet that carries an authority. If the prophet doesn't carry an authority, trust me. So a prophet with an authority, after he says a word, it manifests. So someone cannot come and tell me that um, 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 I am, I am a, God is going to, I mean, uh, 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 do something new without the, uh, any power backing that word. So a prophet with an authority, after the, the, the prophet prophesies, it must manifest. So it is not just enough to see. We must go beyond seeing. So a man operating in a level of light that no devil can even withstand, that is a prophet. So the one who carries the prophetic message is important. You see, there are people who will investigate to see what is happening in your life and, and come and tell you, and, and, and they're rather opening you to a lot of risk. Then after that, uh, uh, they will expose you to the devil. So there are a lot of people over here on Clubhouse that, that try to investigate everybody, look on uh, people's profiles and other stuff. The prophetic word should have the ability and the authority to fight the opposition. So fighting against, what you call, the opposition is much more important. So, I mean, I, will, I wanna um, thank what you call um, Apostle, Apostle Robbie, for putting everything in place. You know, uh, 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 the one giving you the prophetic word should be much more be investigated. So every man of God needs to prevail in the secret place before coming out to give a prophetic word. You need to prevail in the secret place before giving out to, coming out to give a prophetic word. So because uh, before you say something, it must be said in the secret place. You must discuss it with God. And this is so much important to know as a man of God. And this is what is missing in our generation. In our generation, this is what is missing. I'm telling you, we lost prophetic uh, 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 authority in the office because of sin and holiness, because of the fleshy desires. See, we come on somebody, we, we, we lost it because of unholiness. Because see, let me tell you something. Um, Immorality, unholiness, and other stuffs is not nearly based on the flesh, uh, uh, on, on the flesh, but it is about transaction, doing a transaction in the in the spiritual realm. So you are exchanging something. Yes. You and the devil, you are exchanging something. So, um, Apostle Robbie, God bless you. You know, um, uh, um, when you gave the word, I was really happy that, um, I mean, you give the word to, because they've been jumping on one room, everybody, the moment they see, uh, uh, come and let me prophesy, this is what they do. This is what they do. So thank you very much, Apostle, and I have my mic. Do you wanna respond, Apostle Robbie? Well, thank you for that information. Thank you for sharing that. Amen. Amen. I trust that what goes on in here, God is doing it. God is orchestrating. He has a reason for everything that is spoken, that is done and said in here. I trust God. 
Amen. Those who are led by the Spirit of God are the sons of God. Hallelujah. I didn't see anything wrong with what you said. I saw I heard everything right. <laughs> Amen. 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 Hallelujah. You're so welcome. Hello. Hi, Prophet Bobby. How are you tonight? Been a minute since I've seen you around. How you doing? Been rolling blessed. Uh, I like I like what uh evangelist said. Um, a lot of these guys, you know, I, I go and I listen and I don't go around telling who I am, uh, got it in my bio for somebody to give me favor or ask them for a title. And, you know, we have to learn to be solid and then flow as the spirit will not just going around just trying to dig in and give a person a word every time you go in a room to get favor um without being in that secret place and spending that time of fasting and uh and listening anything other than that you're moving out of your emotion so you know that's when it started to become foul and people start getting ministry hurts so we have to be very careful flowing in these uh in these arenas, you know, especially being who we are. So I agree with him 100%. Um, I don't speak unless I'm told. I try to be quiet otherwise. So I yell on mic, thanks. Uh, I was Good. just about to say if I could talk to Prophet Bobby, if that's all right with the panel. I, um, this is Apostle Valerie. You know, I'm glad that you said I don't speak unless I'm told because with my experience, with the Lord tells me what to say, when to say, and who to say to. Everything else is done presumptuously and uh, says the word of God. He even talks about in Jeremiah 29 how he has called the prophets um, but those who have spoken out of their own uh, hearts or have spoken by lying divinations, even the ones that he has called, because he talks about a prophet. He also talks about the prophet that is called that has compromised in that way. And, um, and he says, he has closed their hearing up. He has closed their sight up because they have compromised themselves. But the ones that repent and humble themselves to him, he has restored. Amen. I'm glad that you made that point that uh, you don't speak unless you hear God, you know, unless he tells you. Because along with prophecy and prophesying comes the instructions of God as well. When he shows us, he gives instructions of what to do with that. And that has been the way it has been with me every single time. Never being able to move on my own ability, but by the power of God. Amen. Amen. I agree with you 100%. Uh, for me, it, he don't tell me what to say. It's like I've been walking in obedience so long, so I just can open my mouth and it flows. 
um, I don't have to sit up and premeditate. I flow. I I've learned to flow without putting effort into it. Um, now for praying for people, it's 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 different. Uh, he showed me the vision of how to do it, how to touch and everything, and show me the victory before it's even done. And unless he say when, I don't move. But it's like a fire rise up inside of you when you know it's you to be the one to do it. And it's 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 different. Um, but yeah, it's <laughs> being without that that thing of learning to be obedient and learning to flow and follow him when you say, you know, we're nothing without the Holy Spirit. Amen. And we got so many people preaching and teaching all these things. But we got a a ton of people out here trying to tell somebody else how to get somewhere and they ain't nowhere. Mm. You know, that's want to have all these big meetings and and always got a price on something and they ain't even delivered. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, but they won't tell somebody else how to have a marriage and they ain't been married but a few years. You know, we got some apostles that, that ain't got no churches under them. You know, it, it's, it's, God ain't pleased in this season with us for a while now. And if you say this to people, you know, they they they, they hear me speaking, they, a lot of people get offended. Well, be offended. I really don't care because I'm just a messenger. And, and I've learned and, that and it, I think, it- I think that what's, what's even more important than the apostles having the churches under them, because God will send some, some apostles. He sends them sometimes, they're the sent ones but to have the power of God within them to do the work that an apostle is sent to do, established to do by his power. I think that's, that's, that's important because there was a while when God chose to close the houses of prayer down, but an apostle was still an apostle to set the order. And then we saw the sheep scatter because they did not have their regular pastors or leaders. And, uh, and God had people men and women who were chosen to set the order of Christ amongst the body of Christ in position, waiting to receive those people, waiting to preach and teach those people because they were sheep without a true shepherd. You understand? Some of the shepherds didn't come back. I think you're talking about the Shamars. Uh, Shamar prophets that that are we like seers prophets. We don't just prophesy. We we flow in a a different angle. We correct. We don't mind going and taking the bullet, you know, uh, for correction amongst men and women of God. You know, we will step up and and say the things that nobody else will say. Oh, well, I'm definitely one of those. But even more than that. An apostle, someone who has been placed by God as an apostle in the body of Christ, walks in all five ministry gifts. They may not serve Mm -hmm. in every capacity like as a pastor would serve, but they have the ability to serve in all five ministry gifts. And God had them waiting for the sheep. You understand? We were waiting to correct. We were waiting to pull down. We were waiting to rebuke. We were waiting to instruct in righteousness because the sheep 
who were scattered had been under so much contamination and in and, and the house of prayer wasn't what structured them but the word of god in the house of prayer is what structured them so the building um some of the buildings became uh, not important because the creeping thing had crept in the leadership was corrupt the structure was not the order of christ you understand so as a true sent apostle we could establish the order of christ um out of the building and then we got ready to go back in the building once the people were taught they would reference the house of the lord the house of prayer and all that it means to us as the body of christ you understand are you asking me are you actually asking me do i understand i, I guess i'm trying to engage in a conversation with you oh, about okay. it. i know you understand yeah it. oh you know this I, is me from being in the south <laughs> to say when we feel we've made a point you know yeah yeah well you're from the south right i think it, i am and i think and, it's important that we as leaders discuss this amongst you know what people can people don't understand the office of an apostle they don't understand what a prophet right. really does they don't understand right. those things the foundational teachings of that well you know the, the biggest problem that we have in that area right now is a lot of people want position and they have no power mm -hmm. they have no anointing you know they weren't called you know they weren't they're just men that had favor that's standing in a place to be over people so you know it's and they don't have godly hearts in it so you know it's like taking somebody before a council and everybody on the same accord but the one person the prophet standing over there by herself and we having too much of that going on in this season that the prophets by itself and everybody else on the council is on the same agreement but they still not teaching correctly they're still not sending the word as god would have us do it and so many people are taught in old ways till it's so much need to be corrected in this season it's it's we can go on and on about corrections that need to be done and how teaching people been still stuck the word right in front of them and they stuck stuck on one verse here and one verse there i i understand totally what you're saying yeah. but you know to be an apostle you have to be willing to come in and first have the 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 word of god in you in order to be able to take it farther into somebody else you can't give what you don't have that's so true you know and so many of these men stepping up in these positions and they don't have it so how can they give and they want to be a father over somebody and then young prophets and stuff coming in and they don't want to teach rise them higher than them or they don't want them to be the fullest but if you don't have it how can you give it so the how lord you... he's starting with the house of prayer first he's starting with his people first in uh rebuking in correction in instructing them because it has not been done pleasing to the lord so where are the ones who say that they are the sons of god and that's for that's the male and the female the soul that has been chosen and have have received the spirit of god where are they and why aren't don't we see more of them correcting and rebuking and instructing in righteousness 
why we see more of the compromise, I would think. We, we, uh, because we're shut off. We're shut off. Most of us aren't accepted. Most of us That's aren't ordained. Well, I say a lot of us, I'm going to say it like that. A lot of us are being shut off. A lot of us don't get the platform or the, the connections with people. A lot of us, you know, and I, I'm, I'm going to say it like that because for 20 some years, I've been walking this. I've been a prophet all my life. I didn't just now start this. So I know we're not accepting in our own land for sure. And I've never been ordained by anybody or, but then when you bring things to people or you see the spirits and you, you tell them this and you tell them that, they don't accept it. You're crazy. You see what I'm saying? I so do. if everybody, if everybody in the building thinking one way and you starting to bring all of these things that God gave you new revelation that considered new revelation has been in the word all these years. But they still taught Willie Lynch syndrome teachings. So they're stuck in the old and they won't walk in his now. So if you bring it to them, you're the wrong one. You're not the person to bring it. So you still shut down. I definitely know what you mean about the delayed thing. It is it's a delayed site that they think is a new revelation, but God's been saying it for years. Amen. Because Amen. They don't have the uh, hearing to hear it. And God says when it is not a true prophet or it is a compromising one, he shuts off their hearing and he shuts off their, Look, their seeing. The word of the Lord is shut off from them. Most of the men I've been around all the years I've been in ministry, 99% of the men that I have stood under and around couldn't see nearly as strong as I see. And when I say things to them, they were offended. I'm just five years ago, I run into John Eckhart. They got books on things that I've been saying since the nineties and people mm -hmm. was telling me I was wrong. And he, and when I read the book, it made me cry. The book prophets arise, you know, uh, the prophet, prophet manual and the spirit of rejection. A lot of the stuff I read in these books and his two books, those two for sure. It just, it, it touched me because all these years I was shut down for saying the exact things and using the exact scriptures. But now we got people that's rising beyond rise. And but you also know, you also know, brother Bobby, that sometimes God gives the seed of the word and you would be a planter of the seed. And then sometimes he sends the watering and, and the watering um, the measure of watering that that happens until the harvest comes is not always by the one that God has given the seed to to do the planting. So, you know, some people will move as waterers of the seed that has already been planted in the earth. Amen. And so, but I know I've been there. I understand what you're saying about not being received, but that's what the Lord says. He says they will fight against the prophets but he's there to deliver us, you know? But um, I think in this hour, um, in this dispensation that has arise, and uh, a dispensation is not like a spiritual season. It is a time that God has called, allowed to come forth for certain things and events that will happen. Uh, for instance, Noah was in a dispensation that was different from Adam's. Uh, because he and his children 
their wives were to repopulate the earth. Um, it was a dispensation, a change in a spiritual time that affected the whole world globally. So we are in a dispensation like that. It is a change in the spiritual time that will affect the whole world globally. And, uh, and so there are those who are set to move by the power and authority of God in this dispensation. And we are rising up and we would not have been the ones who names have been known and might be the popular people uh, because God has already called the time of the passing of the authority to the next ones he has called to rise up for this season spiritually, or, I mean, for this dispensation spiritually. So um, what you're seeing is really in the order of what is happening. The no names or the ones who have been sitting with God mm -hmm. or God has poured into us and has given us authority for this dispensation. It is, the, it is time to pour out what God has put in us for such a time as this. And the Adams are not coming over. The Noahs are not coming over. Um, it's kind of like um, when it was in the wilderness with Moses and Caleb and Joshua were allowed to come over, but others died out because they were not a part of going over into that time or into that land. So we're kind of living that now. Amen. I feel that uh, in this season that we're being risen to come together mm -hmm. on one accord because we're going to be the ones that bring the body together as one. That's right. And um, you know how God first showed me that, Mr. Bobby? He said, I was laying in my bed <laughs> and I heard the word dispensation. I'm, well, you know, I'm from the South. Everybody, yes, ma'am, Mr. and Mrs. But I do respect your anointing. I respect who God has called you to be. Um, but I was laying in my bed and um, I heard the Lord say, diadem. And I, that's not a word we use all the time. And I tell this all the time because I like people to understand, you know, how God does have a voice. He does talk to us. And it's an audible voice, just like people hear my voice now. And the Lord said, um, the diadems, I've sent them. And so I looked up the word diadem because I knew it had something to do with a crown, I thought. But the explanation gave me that a diadem is a signet of authority. It is given to a person by God, by the king. What he said was the king can um, give his signet of authority to a person. He can also signify his authority by a thing or an item. And so God said, I've sent the diadems, the ones who I have called to come forth in this dispensation. That's how he told me, told it to me. And so we're part of that. And what you said fit that. You said, I believe that that God is arising for this time. And you are absolutely right. Amen. I'm going to give I the like, mic back over to the host because, you know, y'all, I'm that preacher and I will talk, okay? I'd like to I add value. About the Lord. I'd like to add value to the room if possible. Um, one of the things that the, the Lord has been showing me as of late, um, we have to be careful with our ear gates, what we allow in our hearing, um, and be mindful not to 
forsake our first love, if you will. What do I mean by your first love? The things that you knew to do that brought you through. And there's this thing going on where people are teaching the word according to human wisdom, philosophy, and logic, rather than through the spirit of God. Um, there, it, it, It's like a, for lack of a better term, a muscle memory way or man's strength or man's Amen. ability to be able to, to go in and do like just recently, I had someone the other day try to tell me about what what it means to cast out a devil. And I asked him a question. Well, have you ever cast out a devil before? No, I haven't. Then how are you going to sit up here and teach me on the scripture, cast out a devil? And you've never even demonstrated any authority to be able to do anything of the such. That's like, praise the name of our God, someone who goes and reads a book about electricity goes down there, takes the test, pass the test, get a license, but they've never wired a house and they want to come and try to build a whole subdivision. The devil is a liar. You're not doing nothing in my house. You need to be proven. You need to be tried and tested. You never had a, you don't know anything about a tool bag. You never held any pliers or anything like that. And now you want to teach me. And this is what I'm seeing. I'm seeing um, teaching according. I mean, I'm seeing people who are, Giving up their first. I, I heard uh, someone today. Um, well, not today, but I, I knew it in the spirit. But then it was it was uh, confirmed to me. They no longer they no longer praying the Holy Ghost no more. What? You mean you're going to lay down? You're going to lay down your weapon? And and fight according to your mind and, and your logic and, and and your ability to be able to memorize uh, scripture and 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 eisegete and exegete. Do you know that that, that that there there are some there are some mysteries that need to be revealed to you according to the spirit of God? Do you not understand that you need you need to function and flow in the Holy Ghost that 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 there's some mysteries that you need to pray and there needs to be some time where you build yourself up on your most holy faith. And this is what I'm beginning to see people teaching according to, to to logic, reasoning and philosophy. And how is it that you how is it that you 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 quote the word and having a conversation about the Bible and in one breath and in the next breath, you got cuss words coming out your mouth. What, 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 what does that mean? And this is what I'm seeing. And, and, and we just got to get back. Praise the name of our God to our first love. We've got to get back to holiness and righteousness and having a, a, a heart of repentance, being quick to repent. We got folks nowadays that'll that'll sin and get up there and preach the word and, and, and prophesy the word and quote the word. And folks are effeminate and, and having issues in their sexuality and their identity and calling it God. And so we're living in a season, a time in a season where um See, this is something about this generation that I find interesting because th this generation is, is, is this is why the enemy is so after this generation is trying to desensitize them because they can quickly see something that's, that's, that's genuine and fake. And God is calling for people that are going to be authentic, that are going to walk the walk and talk the talk. And Come this on. is what it's going to take in this hour.
And it's going to take individuals who will be unapologetic and will walk in the authority with signs and wonderings, wonders following the word, Amen. a demonstration of his authority and power. I'm not going to back down Amen. from no devil. I had somebody today try to tell me something about myself. And I said, you know what? Let's, let, let's do something. Let's go in a private room real quick. Let me deal with you. Well, 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 brother, can I, can I, uh, can I impart a word into you? No, you can't part a word into me because your spirit's not right. Well, no, I just, I just want to plant a seed. No, you can't plant nothing into me. Matter of fact, let me tell you what's operating in you. Spirit of error, lying spirit, religious spirit, come out of him. This is, this, this is, this is, the, 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 this, this is just the level. This is the level of 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 of, le of warfare, the the, the the boldness that we're have going to have to have in this in this hour, because contentious witches and warlocks are 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 frequent are frequently going into rooms to pray against the prayers of the saints. But the Bible says the kingdom suffers violence, and the violent take it by force. It's time to put on your armor, and it's time to fight the good fight of faith. Well, you know, man of God, you you just don't understand. You know what? I don't understand everything, but I have the Holy Ghost. Oh, boy. Watch it now. I don't Amen. understand. All I, Amen. I, Come on. You, 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 you want to ask me a question about the Bible to see if you can trip me up. You know what? I'm not prideful. I don't know everything about the word, but I know the one who does who, who knows everything. And Come what you now. just and what you just said didn't bear witness with my spirit. So let me deal with you real quick. So, hey, man, I didn't mean to go off on a rant like that, but praise the name of our God. This is just what I'm seeing in real time. And it is it's time. The it's the truth. Glory to God. It is. It is. Exactly. Go ahead. No, I just want I, I just I had to add on with you because exactly that's the same thing I was saying earlier. You know, you got all these people that's holding these positions and poisoning people you know and it's, it's it don't even make no sense how bad it is in this season but it, it's so important to know who you are and whose you are because see when i know who i am i can walk in the authority to what i've been called to be and do and i'm not gonna let no person no demon or no devil in hell tell me what i am or what i am not because god has already told me who i am Hello, somebody. That was my that was my next. We got, who who told you you were a prophet? Generally speaking, when did you hear from God, and when did God confirm you to you first? It's all right. You know what people don't understand right now, but you should know for all assurity because God told you, and God is moving through you. Amen. And that's look, that's one look thing at what happened. Never, that's one thing you will never ever forget. The supernatural move that you'll see when he confirmed it in your life. Nobody will never be able to take that away from you. It's something that you'll hold dear, that memory. And it's never be questionable. That's the truth. Um, can I have something? You see, um, you see, the Bible says something. It says, testify all spirits and know which one comes from God. You know, um, some people normally call themselves a prophet, but they don't know their office. You know, um, I know, I believe 
the gift of prophecy is being given to all believers, whilst um, um, a prophet is being ordained by God. But you see, one of the controversial, um, I mean, I mean, one of the controversies that we ever encounter is when someone calls himself a prophet. I mean, just come because you know one or two scriptures, just become a uh, come on clubhouse, create a room, and begin to deceive people, look on people's profile picture, and begin to profess. Come on, God, God is talking to you. God is not talking to you. When we see a gift of prophecy, a gift of prophecy is a miraculous act of intelligible communication, and it is being rooted in the, uh, 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 the spontaneous divine revelation, and it is being empowered by the Holy Spirit. The gift of prophecy is not empowered by a man. I cannot just look on your profile, look on your personality, and begin to prophesy to you. I've had an encounter. See, no, most, most of the times I go to a room, it is hardly for people to prophesy. It is very hardly for people to eh, 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 give me a word. I am just like, I just go to a room, I just don't endorse the room, but I'm just looking at how they are operating. And that is definitely true. They go on uh, on Facebook, they will type your name, they will go on your Instagram page, and they will begin to, uh, uh, I hear the name, uh, uh, let's say, uh, uh, Apostle Robbie. And you see, this is so devastating. So it has made the gift of prophecy to remain a very controversial among the evangelical churches, even the apostolical churches, concerning both the nature and the duration of the gift. So the Old Testament regard a prophecy as an act of intelligible communication, and it bears a divine authority. Well, you see, one of Amen. the things that we need to we need to understand is that we are not supposed see we'll see for you to know that this person comes from the, the the from from god or not you definitely need to have the holy spirit but how many of we uh, the people in clubhouse has the holy spirit because we are open to the attack of the enemy yes everybody is prophesizing you see, the New Testament bears a remarkable continuity with the Old Testament concerning a prophecy. And the New Testament author regards the message of the people to be the very words of God, not the very words of man. So, you see, the New Testament seems to assume that genuine prophecies always are warranted and very completed trust and obedience. One of the things that we need to understand is that, see, if you want to know the mind of God, it's in the Bible. The, the, the scriptures contains the intentions and the, and the mind of God for your life. The revelation, it reveals God's true nature. That is the Bible. You see, one book, uh, 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 the whole world is, uh, is attacking the book. I mean, it's a very powerful book. So, you know, one, one of the things that we need to understand, if you want, if you want a word, get your Bible read that scripture pray it back to god and that is all matters thank you you have spoken the truth uh, man of god you really have awesome awesome amen and then god speaks to us he speaks to us if you're lacking the ability to hear him ask god for the ability to hear him which is his spirit 
and uh and he will tell you he will speak to you and tell you who you are who he has created you to be he'll give you direction and instructions he will do that for each and every one of us he will not withhold his voice from you he he says my children know me they hear me and they will not follow another so he will speak to you and i think a lot of things that's wrong with people today is they are following just the man and they don't even know who the man is most people don't get a chance to sit down and talk to those that they have taken as spiritual leaders when really god is our spiritual leader and our spiritual parent i haven't seen so many people who call people their spiritual father when god says there's one body one baptism one god who is father of us all and everyone else he has ordained to be leaders ministers with that we would minister to one another but we have one spiritual father one one and um you know a lot of people are following even here <clears throat> excuse me on clubhouse those that they say are spiritual fathers and they don't even believe in jesus they really don't some have been revealed to be atheist spirits and a lot of the people here who say they are part of the body of christ are following them as spiritual parents they have atheist spirits they don't believe in the true and living god i've never seen so many people who say that they are christians fighting about who jesus is how are you a christian or or a member of the body of christ and you don't know who the head of the church is you don't know who he is and all that he is you know so there's nothing wrong with sitting and talking with the lord he's able to reveal himself to you and to give you understanding of who he is amen i yield my mic Well, I I like to um, ask for prayer because I I haven't been um, ordained or anything like that to be a prophet. However, I I know that the Lord has shown me several different times, and He has used people to speak into my life to tell confirm what He has already told me. But um, I ha- I am having like problems with finding. Like, I know I have the gift. I'm just not sure on how to use it. I I know several gifts that the Lord has revealed to me, but being able to understand the gift, being able to um, use my gift in a way that the Holy Spirit would allow me to use it. Like, I know a lot of times I talk to people at work because I work in a clinic and I work with a lot of my city's homeless community and I I see a lot of people hurt and I want to be able to minister them to to speak to them because they're so hopeless a lot of people that I talk to and I see and so I I would like to ask for prayer because I I go to a church I go to church and my husband he enjoying church but I would like to I would like to be under leadership where I'm able to um use my gift and understand my the gift more to for the kingdom so i was gonna see if i can ask for prayer because i'm listening to what you all are talking about and um i i've um i can just relate 
So I just want to see if I can um, ask for prayer. Amen. Amen. Is there someone who feels led to pray for her? Yeah, I will pray for her. But um, let me tell you something. You see, um, um, based on my experience, how I was called into a ministry. You see, um, back in 2014, um, I want to I want to analyze this. Um, it was like we went for evangelism, so I came in. I came I came home very late. I came home almost like let me say, uh, around twelve o'clock, and I was supposed to wake up uh, three o'clock to embark on what you call the dumb broadcasting. So you know it was just a one month you know um, evangelism. So you see, I came back home. I said, no, I don't want to eat because it's too late. So I was just there. Um, I opened my Bible. I was just, you know, reading scriptures, you know, meditating. Then you see, one one thing that I saw was, I saw, listen, I saw a man open the door. It was like something like, um, let me say, how am I supposed to say it? A, a, a paralysis. I wasn't able to speak, but you see, I saw a man open the door, and you know, my door too was open. It was it was locked. Sorry, my door was locked. So I saw a man open the door. So it was like a sleeping par paralysis. So all of a sudden, it was like, um, 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 I lose hold over here in Africa. When you say you lose hold, it means like you are you are talking to the person, like you know. So the person came, and I was like, Father bless me and I, he said what do you want me to bless you with and i said bless my ministry okay then i'm going to bless your evangelical ministry and i said thank you father so all of a sudden i came back to my senses and i was like ah, what just happened now you know because i was new to um you know i was very new i mean i couldn't i was just um, um, um i confronted my bishop i told my bishop about this um, incident and my bishop was like hey you have you have been called into a ministry you know someone also came with a similar situation a, a, a similar uh, issue or similar thing so you have been called into a ministry begin to start you know uh, to take a step so that god will start moving and i was like okay so um i think um early this year uh, this was a dream, a dream that I had was about, let me say, about 10,000 congregation that I was standing, ministering, preaching, because um, I'm, I'm planning of um, establishing a church um, here. So um, what do you call About 10,000 congregation. So it was like, as I was preaching and as uh, I'm singing, you see, the anointing was falling. And you see, uh, uh, one of my prophets, you know, we all completed the same school. And he said, hey, um, I'm here. Do you know something? I had a dream that you were preaching and um, 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 singing and the whole congregation were, 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 were falling down. The anointing was falling. Uh, people got healed and other stuff. And I said, yeah, I know myself. I have the gift of healing. Because anytime I come in clubhouse here, I pray for people to be healed as well. So I know. You say, yes, 
I mean, and I said, I had a similar dream. So it means God has, God knew that I would have doubt this. So he has confirmed it to you. Glory be to God. See, sometimes God has a ways and means to reveal your, 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 your talent or, I mean, one of your fivefold ministry or the ascension gifts. God has a ways. But you see, one more thing is, you see, uh, sometimes we miss the voice of God. Someone missed the voice of God until he was instructed by Eli. So it was Eli who instructed Samuel when he missed God's voice. We might, we might miss God's voice. We might try to, you know, uh, uh, um, think because, see, our mind, 24 hours per day, there is a waging war. Satan uh, 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 invade our mind. You see, I read a book called Unmasking the Devil. And this book um, talks about, you see, when Satan cannot convince you to believe in a liar, all that he will do is to invade your life with the hidden powers of hell. And it is so true. So, you see, one of the things, the key thing to overcome all these things is our battle, our, our mind is the greatest asset. What do I mean by the mind being the greatest asset? See, um, in 1965, um, Donald Great Barnhouse wrote a book. It is called The Invisible War. And it is about the battle of the mind. You see, this, this battle is so vicious. It is so intense. And it is so unfair, unrelentant. Because, you see, Satan never plays fair. When Satan wants to attack you, the first place Satan wants to attack is your mind. So Satan will let you doubt. So, you see, one of the key things that I have try to come up when I'm having double-minded is to pray. You see me uh, 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 having a, a developing a two-track mind. Though I am working, I am doing this, I'm doing that, but I am still praying, then I'll be okay. So when we develop that two-track mind, it, it, it helps us. And in the book, as how to develop a two-track mind. One is concentrated prayer and a uh, 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 Sorry, conversational prayer and a con concentrated focusing. You know, so when we develop a two-track mind, it also helps us to reveal or to overcome certain obstacles. So I would like to pray for you. But you see, I really want you to, um, you have the gifts. Don't let the gifts go waste. <clears throat> Remember to use the gifts because you have it. If you don't use the gift, because um, um, the, the gift might be, the, the reason why you, uh, uh, you came on this earth might, might be because of the gift, to help people, to help others. So one of the things that you need to do is to do, uh, uh, use your gift. So what, the more you are using your gift, is the more you are sharpening your gift. Okay, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, Father, I bring Amy before you lord father i pray i pray for her life i pray for her supernatural divine life father i pray for her walk with you lord father re reveal your mysteries unto her father i pray that every demonic opposition that are contending against every fulfillment of prophecy in her life father i command it to be arrested by the divine authorities Father, take absolute control over her. Holy Spirit, reveal the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. 
when Jesus Christ told his disciples, he says, for you, it has been given unto you to know the mystery of the kingdom of heaven, but for them, it has not been given. Father, Father, give him the supernatural revelation concerning your word. Help her to, to, to use her talent, to sharpen her talent, and to help others. Father, I pray, release a supernatural grace upon her right now. Let your unction begin to fall upon her right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, Father, in the name of Jesus, everything, every stumbling block along her way, Father, I command it to be arrested by the divine authorities and every demon that is not allowing her to use her gift to exhibit her gift to help others to bring souls to the kingdom father release your fiery angels into every aggressive activities in the name of jesus and i destroy every limitation i destroy every barrier that is impeding you from using your gifts may the holy spirit made himself manifest to you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. Amen. I'd like to say something to you too, Emmy. If that's all right, I want to check with uh, Shirley and make sure she's not wanting to close the room. Shirley? Yes, ma'am. I'm sorry. We still say? good? We still good to keep going? Oh, yes. That's why I made you and Apostle Robbie um, <laughs> moderators because, I mean, it's really good, you know, and it, it doesn't have to end. Um, if okay. you guys are willing to stay up, you you guys are willing to be in here. I'm in here. I've got my husband, my kids. I'm moving around and doing. And so <laughs> I know. Yeah, I'm, you know. Okay. You know okay. I just so, I want to check with you and um, yes. make sure I, oh, yeah. I wasn't out of order for what you wanted for your room. Amen. Amen. I trust the Holy Spirit. I know you all do as well. I know you by the spirit as you come in the room. And so um just flow. As long as the Holy Spirit flow. Amen. Amen. This is for you, Emmy, and for anyone else that can um receive what I'm about to say. I um I was born a seer, having spiritual sight. But not only did I have spiritual sight, which means I could see into the spiritual realm by the power and presence of God. It was as if God saw and he showed, shared what he saw with me to a measure of what he saw. A lot of times I didn't see everything, the whole picture, but I saw enough. And with the communication of God, I could understand the things that he was showing me. And then he always said, now Valerie do this or do that. So directions and instructions came with that. Now, my earliest uh, vision from God, I was a little baby. And some of you who know me have heard this before. But I was a little girl. And I was so little that my mom took me by my hand. And she would like pull me up by one hand to put me on the sidewalk. But I looked back into the sky. and There was an oval-shaped cut, almost like these pictures our, our profile pictures are, but it was oval shape. And what I saw inside of the shape was a place. And I knew I had been there with God. I remember saying, that's my home. That's where I come from. I want to go back. I don't want to be in this place. So that's, God let me retain a memory 
of a time before I entered into time. He did that for me and I'm 58 years old and I still have the same story. Um, but as I grew, I was experiencing hearing the voice of God, uh, speaking to holy angels, and then even experiencing some demonic presence because wherever the, uh, the call on somebody's life is, Satan always tries to do something. But I was protected by the Lord. You know, he protected me. I, I went through a lot at the hands of my mother who was not saved, who uh, was possessed by demons. I didn't understand that as a child. But as we got grown and my mother came into the Lord, she explained the uh, time when demons possessed her, when something entered into her. And because I had this anointing and this call on my life, I experienced a lot by her hand and by others. All right. So anyway, I was playing and, and thank God when she left here, she left here a babe in Christ, but she was in Christ. Amen. So she's saved and she's with the Lord. Um, but as I was growing and I could see all these things and, 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 and experience the voice of God and the directions of God and all of that. Um, I was outside and I was playing in the yard with some of my uh, childhood friends and I was talking to the Lord and, and, um, one of the girls kind of, you know, looked at me, I could tell she was like, who are you talking to? Because many times I would say, God is saying this and God is saying that. And people would think I'm just a little girl with an imagination. And I asked God, I said, what's wrong with them? You notice I didn't ask God what was wrong with me. Cause it was natural for me. I've been that way all my life, speaking with God and um, speaking uh, with the presence of His glory. So I wanted to know what was wrong with everybody else, because they couldn't see and they couldn't hear Him like that. And so God said this to me in answer. He said, He didn't say this is what's wrong with them. He said to me, "You are a seer." I'm in the third grade now, so this is my third grade mind to God. What's that? What's a seer? And he began to explain to me uh, that my seeing, my hearing him, my smelling him, my seeing other spiritual things was because he had created me to be a seer. And he explained all of that. Now, as I got older, living the life of a seer, I always had visions. I always heard the, the audible voice of God. Um, and I use this term, I traveled with the spirit of God, meaning that the presence of his glory would take my mind or my spirit into uh, the future and show me things that hadn't happened yet. And these, and, and then he would also take me into the spiritual realm, but it was not what these people call this astral projection. I learned that word last year. I didn't even know what that was. I was explaining to someone and they said <laughs> that word. And I said, no, that's not the same thing. That's not what I'm talking about. I've never been able to do this on my own. It's always been with the presence of God. And God has always been there communicating with me, showing me things and telling me things about what I'm seeing. And, um, and what reminds me of this is Jeremiah. I want to read just a little bit. I promise I won't go into everything, but I want to read a little bit because it kind of reminds me, it, it definitely reminds me of how God has dealt with my life. And so in him dealing with me like this, there was no question about who I was and what I was supposed to do. 
There was no question in how I was supposed to do this, as you asked Emmy, because God was always there initiating a conversation with me, telling me what to do. Uh, he was always in control and I was always led by his voice and by his spirit. So I didn't have to figure out a way to be a prophet. I didn't have to figure out what was going to happen next. God always told me what was going to happen next because I was walking with him. You understand? And so, Jer so the book of Jeremiah, excuse me, chapter one shows this understanding. And I'll start at verse five because I'll the ver from one to five it talks about who Jeremiah is in the earth and all of that. So, book five says, um, verse five of Jeremiah chapter one says, "Before I formed thee," and this is God talking to Jeremiah, explaining to him his call and who he is by God's choice. It says, before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou come forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee. He was separated. He was deemed holy by God. And I ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. I heard you say, um, I wasn't ordained either. But if you have been called to be a prophet, there is an ordination on your life that has come from God. Amen. Some of the ones that are being ordained, the paper ain't worth the paper that it's written on. You hear me? But when God does it, it is what it is a set anointing. And he said, I ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. Then said I, this is Jeremiah, oh Lord God, behold, I cannot speak for I am a child. Jeremiah started saying what he what he didn't have to that would qualify him for the position. He said, I don't have enough age on me. I'm just a child. And then God said, and a lot of us do that. I ain't educated. I ain't been to theology school. I ain't this. My pastor didn't do that. But God says it's all in his hands here. Then said I, Lord God, behold, I cannot speak for I am a child. But the Lord said unto me, say not that I am a child, for thou shalt go all to all that I send thee and whatsoever I command thee, thou shalt speak. See, it wasn't up to Jeremiah to make the strip. It wasn't up to him to get the program together. God says, what I command you, that shall you speak. Verse eight, he told them, don't be afraid of their faces because some people are. Well, that's a big guy in the gospel. He's known all around the world. How can I speak to this crowd? How can I rebuke these people? How can I say something to them? They're spiritual fathers and spiritual leaders, but are they called by God? Amen. And what authority has God given you to speak to the whosoever? Amen. Verse eight, be not afraid of their faces for I am with thee to deliver thee, saith the Lord. Then the Lord put forth his hand and touched my mouth. And the Lord said, Unto me, behold, I have put my words in thy mouth. See, I have this day set thee. Here comes the authority. I have this day set thee over the nations and over the kingdoms to root out. So he was set over the kingdoms. He was set over the king. He was set over the nations. He was set over the rulers and all that was in the nations. Amen. For he has come in the name of the Lord. And over the kingdoms to root out, root that thing out that God didn't plant. To pull down, pull it down, those strongholds, and destroy it, get rid of it, and to throw down. Then he said to Jeremiah, build up now 
and to plant what God has established. Verse 11 says, Moreover, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Jeremiah, what seest thou? And I said, I see a rod of an almond tree. Then said the Lord unto me, Thou hast well seen, for I will hasten my word to perform it. He's testing his sight, his spiritual sight, to see if Jeremiah can see and understand what, what God has asked him. What do you see? And the word of the Lord came unto me the second time, saying, What seest thou? And I said, I see a seething pot, and the face thereof is towards the north. Then the Lord said unto me, out of the north, and evil shall break forth. This ain't happened yet. Jeremiah is seeing something that's going to happen in the future. And um, he says, out of the north, and evil shall break forth upon all the inhabitants of the land. For lo, I will call all the families of the kingdoms of the north, save the Lord, and they shall come, and they shall set everyone his throne at the entrance of the gates of Jerusalem and against all the walls thereof round about and against all the cities of Judah. And I will utter my judgments against them, touching all their wickedness. Amen. Who have forsaken me and have burned incense unto the gods and worship the works of their own hands. So incense was a sign of worship. He's saying all those that went into idolatry, all those that um, came against his righteous ways, he's going to set his judgments against them. Verse 17, I'm almost done. Um, Thou therefore gird up thy loins, get up, arise, and speak unto them all that I command thee, but not be not dismayed by their faces. Don't be scared lest I conform thee before them. So Jeremiah's talking to God. He knows it's God. He said, don't go in front of them, act like you don't know what time it is. Don't go before them and be afraid. He said, or I will cause you to be confound. And he says in verse 18, for behold, I have made thee this day a defense city. city. Nobody can fight against what I've called you to be, Jeremiah. An iron pillar, you can't be broken down. A brazen wall against the whole land, against the kings of Judah, against the princes thereof, against the priests, the high uh, priests who have positions and authority in, the, in, 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 in their synagogues thereof, and against the people of the land. And they shall fight against thee, O prophet, but they shall not prevail against thee, called out sent one. For I am with thee, saith the Lord, to deliver thee. And that's how it works, Emmy. Did you hear that? So you ain't got to be worried about how you're going to do it. When it's time yes. to get done, God gonna, he going to instruct you. When it's time to move and to go, he's going to fill you up. When it's time to speak, he'll speak through you if you are called by him. He going to do all the work. You like the bullhorn and he talking through you. You understand? For it's not by your power or your might, but by the Spirit of the Lord. And I yield my might. Sister Amy, you mind if I give you a word? Yes, sir. <laughs> Look, um, the most powerful thing I'm going to tell you is basic 101. Get Psalms 1 in your spirit. And as you get Psalms 1 in your spirit, Follow the guidelines of it. And as you 
do the prayer and flowing throughout your day, you know, it's just prayer in the spirit. One of the most powerful things is learning how to pray without people hearing you or disturbing the atmosphere. But you're going to shake the atmosphere because of who you are. You know, you, you're going to be a, a powerful cookie, believe this, when I tell you. You're in a place to where your gifts can be exercised and blown to a level that you ain't even going to understand, imagine, or think. It's, it can grow stronger than you can imagine, you know, because you're in a place to where you can utilize it. And the more you utilize it, the stronger it's going to become. So it's going to become overwhelming sometime. But the thing you have to learn is not allow yourself to do like you've seen people do. Go into that speaking in tongues in between each word. Or every few words, go to speaking in tongues. And, and you got to learn to control to where everybody don't know what you're doing because then you're going to open yourself up for spiritual warfare. So on your job and, and being around other people that don't walk in that level or don't know how to give people that joy that you're going to be given. See, what you're going to be given is going to be like medicine. A lot of people are going to be able to transform and move out because it's going to allow you to see deep. So as you're exercising your gift, the strongest thing is to be trusted. You know, we have to always be trusted and never speak twice what we've heard. Never hold on to a prophecy. Somebody asks you, you know, we're not how you say uh, the computer system, the way they come back a week later and ask what you told them. What we give, we dump and we, we leave it there. It ain't gonna always be perfect. But as you utilize it, don't be afraid that what's coming out, do not cringe what God's leading to come out of your mouth. That's what's gonna give you power. See, if you crunch it, it's not going to never come back right. It's, it, it, sometimes it will, but most of the time you're going to be feeling like you missed something. Are you? If you send it like it's being given, it's going to come perfect every time. Don't worry about the words. Just send it like it's being given. And it's going to help you to become super strong. Yeah, in Jesus' name, I yield my mic. God bless everyone. I, I I thank God for everyone that have said this is Apostle Carswell. I want to share something within me, if I may. Um, uh, I guess you're in the round table of the apostles and the prophets, and we agree. <laughs> Amen. Agreement. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. I, I I thank God for the little for the little for my little part. I would like to share with you um, as it re, as it relates to. I pray that I'm recalling the way you asked the question that you. Uh, you perceive that God has given you an option to operate in the prophetic realm, correct? Yes, ma'am. You would like to know, uh, uh, in in um, you you are asking, uh, is there any is there a way that you would not be grieving the spirit or be in error, or to know how to flow at a certain time, or when will you know that is the timing that the spirit of the Lord is taking you into deeper realms to speak? Are the mysteries of God. Amen. 
Is that correct to say? Yes, ma'am. All right. I agree with all of the prophets and the apostles. And I also would like to say, uh, as it relates to uh, a little a little more detail that'll help you out. As it relates to the office of of uh of a a place you can walk through in certain areas. Some prophets are born from the womb of prophet, like John the Baptist. All right. He was it was an immaculate conception where the miracle of God ordained created that to happen from a barren place. He spoke John into existence. Spirit of God, amen, to be the forerunner for Christ. That's born from the womb of prophet. Okay. There's another time where God will speak to humanity and bring divinity out in the operation of the function in humanity. And it is... um, through Revelation, you will see, if you look at Ezekiel in the 37th chapter, when you look at Ezekiel, Ezekiel was a high, he is a high priest. He is an intercessor. A high priest is an intercessor. And in that place in the book of Ezekiel, the 37th chapter, you will see that at an appointed time, Israel was in a barren place and God chose a man that had been preparing himself to hear from him. See, we, we can't come to Christ and we cannot be used without preparation. Amen. Amen. Even to the place if I was if I were using it in its simplicity, when you go to the grocery store and you buy a pack of meat, it's packaged, it's been handled by someone else, right? And we perceive that it's been put in a package and handled according to protocol. But before we cook it, we got to do what with it first? We got to wash it because we want to make sure that our knowledge of it being cleaned is to our specification, how we want to prepare it, what we want it to look like when we prep it, when we dress it. Amen. So what I'm saying is when God takes us from one place from natural to from from natural to spiritual, it has to be a process to be prepared for his next place of of processing. Let me go further in Ezekiel because I wanted you to hear this. Ezekiel had a lifestyle of prayer. That's what an intercessor is. So because he was faithful in that realm, when the Lord looked over his providence, when he looked over his creation and God wanted to use someone, he looked for a body that is prepared. He looked for something that is ready to, in, in a place of readiness, that means washed. Uh, It just means ready. He looks at the content, the intent. And because intercession is a place of emptying out, what better tool to use? We're speaking revelatory now as it is processing, bringing in a person when, when there is not someone in position, God will use his own decision based upon what is available, what is intently ready for use. And an intercessor goes in and intercepts and stand in the gap and build up the hedges. An intercessor is one that that prays 
and takes the issue before God as a liaison that brings the matter before God for someone else. And when you are faithful over the few, and God begins to want to change a matter. He uses man to display his purpose. God can do it himself, but he chose humanity. So Ezekiel in the 37th chapter, because he's a prayer intercessor, he stands before God and the people making petitions and stating causes and bringing clarity that when when the children of Israel were uh, expressed as dry bones, that was something that no one knew, but the one God chose and the one he took, the woman of God, uh, Apostle Valerie, I thank God for you because you tapped into a realm because anytime someone asks of a question that is concerning the functionality in the body, that is an open heaven for deliverance and or and or promotion amen here it is when the, the children of israel's in a place god was looking for a man that humanity could identify he took ezekiel to the place of the valley he took him to the place where one a decline to see if because he was in a place in the high place that if he took him in a low place he would be able to pers- he could be able to secure those portals for the kingdom in a low place. The prophet was in a low place, but he had the ability per adventure. His perception was that what God knew it would be for that time. Let me make it simple. The Lord took Ezekiel to a place and gave him a spiritual responsive, responsive test to see his responsiveness, how he would respond. What do you see? He said, Lord, thou knowest. He didn't even, he stayed humble when he was asked a question. He didn't, wasn't, he was not prideful. Well, I see this, this is my, you know, he answered, Lord, thou knowest. He said, prophesy to the wind. He gave Ezekiel a command to prophesy to the wind. That was to the spirit of himself, the Ruach, the, the spirit of himself. God said, prophesy to me. When he passed that test, then he asked him, what do you see? He saw a valley of dry bones. He says, prophesy. The bones was metaphorically a place where the children of Israel had no strength spiritually. But his responsiveness, he answered in the spirit concerning a natural thing. So now he can see. But he would not be able to do that had he not been in prayer. Prayer and intercession and being completely pouring poured out selfless for the nation for god's kingdom god will bring you into the place of elevation he will bring you into the place of promotion in the spirit samuel ezekiel and i'm hearing samuel that's coming out of the spirit now revelation comes that way ezekiel was chosen by god because of his position with the people he saw it god tried his intent in his heart and when there was no man that he, he used what was available, what was made itself available for the kingdom. So he, not only was he a high priest, but he was now a prophet. He had a dual occupancy, intercession and prophecy go together. So it's more than just asking how, what, when, be prepared that any time be in a readiness, be ye also ready. You look at Samuel, glory be to God, Samuel, 
was with his daddy's donkey uh, looking for his Saul. Daddy Saul was looking for his father's donkeys. When he could not find his donkeys, him and his him and his father's servant began to stand after three days and ask the question, "Well, how are we gonna find them? I gotta find my father's donkeys." This is the sight. Let me bring you revelation and interpretation of the scripture, if I may. The son was set to find a burden. The burden was us, uh, uh, the beast, the, the kingdom, the burden carriers. Someone's lost. God is sending someone out to find them, but they don't have the knowledge to find them, but they're lost. So that one said, let's go see to the seer, which saw. Let's go to the seer. Well, the, the, the servant said, well, we, I have something to bring an offering to the seer. We can't go there without bringing an offering. That was custom. When he got there, listen, before the seer was even told that that there was going to be even someone coming, God spoke to the seer at the day before Saul even was sent to go look for the donkeys. So where you are is, is line upon line. You are in a divine course, a divine circuit to destiny. You're in a prophetic time clock even here because there you are looking for something. Inquiring of the of anyone in prophetic is an open door for a miracle, for promotion, or for de deliverance, bringing you into a more deeper realm of understanding who God is calling you to be. When that Saul, when Saul went to the place and asked for the seer, he didn't know what a seer looked like. He asked a woman there. He said, oh, the seer is down the street there. You'll see him. He went down to the end of the street. You'll find it in the word of God in 1 Samuel 9. When he went to the end of the street, because seers are not going to look like what you think. He looked at him at an ordinary man and saw the seer and did not know it. Why? Because his spiritual eye had not been opened yet. He, you had to be exercised to be able to respond to spiritual things when, you're when, when the fullness of time comes. When he saw the man, the, he said, could you excuse me, sir? Could you tell me what a seer? He said, I am the seer. He's, and then he turned and he began to talk with him. He said, oh, come on with me and have go up to the high place and eat with me. And he said, oh, and by the way, your father's donkeys are okay. Are you seeing the process that God took him to, to bring him into a, a memory? He formed a pattern. He formed a, a lesson for him to follow, a pathway for him to follow spiritually. And this is not going to happen overnight. But when you see the light, you walk in. I'm going to release the mic and I thank you for so much after I say this. Each of us have that are prophets, not having an utterance of, of, of a prophetic utterance by the spirit of Nabi, where his ascending glory rests after worship or through worship. And, and we prophesy because of the spirit of, that, of Nabi that rests upon us. But there is an identity that we have. Prophets are not ordained. Prophets are called by God mouth to mouth. God speaks to the prophet mouth to mouth. When the Lord called me and showed me where I was, I saw a door. I literally saw a door made of light. If I woke up out of my sleep and I want, I talked to this man in that doorway and I wanted to go there with him. And I was reaching. I was like, don't you see him? Was, my mom was pulling me, trying to keep me from going to this light. Nobody could see. And this man in that doorway that was talking to me. But I wanted to go with them. That was such a communication. I said, no, I know where I'm at. I want to go with him. 
he's talking to me, he's calling me to him. But out and in 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 innocence, those things are what kept me because he brought memory. He built a spiritual roadmap to me so that I will remember, remember who I am, remember what I saw. So I mean, it's a lot that we put out there now, and it's I'm excited about it because it's so not many many times in gatherings that we can speak so. Um, so open to one another about the office of the prophet and in different places that we've been so easily amen easily and relaxed to flow in but very seldom understood so i thank god for the for the opportunity and um i released the mic thank you strong testimonies i am just so loving this room i'm so grateful to the lord that he led me to this room and apostle i really enjoyed your testimony um, so I, I prayed that Emmy has grasped a hold to the things that God is showing her through our testimonies. And, uh, and we are secure in our positions, in our calling, in the vocation of how, what God has called us to, because we know that God did that. And so whether, whether we're ever ordained in a congregation, whether you are ever accepted excuse me, you can walk in the assurity of the vocation of your calling because God did it, because God has confirmed you, because God has told you who you are. And you'll never forget it when you're in that face-to-face -face conversation with God. You'll never forget your story and you can stand on it because you know God did it. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. I'm, I'm just glad that um, I asked the question and um, I can't see the name Apostle, Apostle um, Sister Robbie. She, you know, when she said about the intercessory, I am an intercessor. I love to pray. I love to, um, you know, whenever I interact with, you know, my patients and stuff like that and even my colleagues and coworkers and stuff, I love to pray for people in, you know, I don't pray aloud, but a lot of times I pray in spirit. Sometimes I would go to the bathroom and I get on my knees and pray for a patient. So, you know, I, I colleagues that go through things. And so, yes, I am an intercessor. I love to pray. And so, um, glory to God that, you know, even as a child, I always love to pray. And, um, and I know wow. that has wow. blessed me to be able to pray for my mom when she was in an abusive relationship and he healed her by using my hands at the age of seven. Mm -hmm. So praise the Lord. I'm just, you know, I just want to be where God wants me to be. I want to do what he wants me to do and not be into doing traditional stuff because I know that he, he has called me to a place and I want to walk in obedience and not be distracted because, um, I have become distracted and, um, you know, but I do enjoy work and that allows me to, you know, do whatever it is he would want me to do. So, but I, I just really thank you all and God bless you. I'm so glad that I came on. I just want to say to you, um, before you said that you was praying um, as a little, little kid when I was, when the other lady was talking earlier, uh, what her name, Apostle was talking. God was just showing me you. And as he was showing me you, he showed me you small and how 
you've always been a prayer and that the gift of healing was on you and that and that's 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 really your gift i i know what i seen but be cautious with that gift because that gift place hands on no one unless the spirit tell you you know when you praying for people you have to be very cautious without somebody else else with you that's one thing the other thing he was showing me he said that you've been seeing visions since a small kid and and how he allowed you to see things and you just you was able to move and people just really didn't understand how you just knew things and you were just born this way you know you don't have to wait for somebody like like me we we a couple of us have the same testimony you know we were born this way but the more you feel free to flow in who you are the stronger you're going to become the more the demons are going to tremble when you get near them you know and i was saying uh, it's like your story is it was like i was just getting flashes of you and and you know how it happens for us like that like i was seeing a movie and as you was growing and how things came difficult because people thought you were so different you know but that is the walk of who we are and the minute you find now that you found that one you feel more comfortable in yourself and now you're able to allow your gifts to even much how you say spread your wings little eagle and fly don't be afraid to step out on the turbulence because the minute you speak to it it shall the turbulence or the wind shall cease you know there's more power in you than what you can imagine or think right now and the more you utilize it and exercise it and flow in it and believe in it it's going to get stronger and stronger and stronger the words he told me to tell you that your ministry is going to be like a deliverance ministry and that the angels are going to be rejoicing you know because people are going to be coming to you asking how must i get that gift how must i get that gift what do i have to do to be delivered how must i how must i get saved and god just going to be giving you different road map for different people believe this when i tell you it's going to flow different for everybody so don't get caught to a script because everybody receives different you know <laughs> oh man your life is uh it's interesting i mean uh you 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 blessed to be in that position because it, the numbers are going to come you're going to see some serious victories and 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 for that i commend you woman of god stand strong amen amen it's exciting when god shows us a little bit of each other and we can have joy in the lord for the victories that we see that he sends for us to be a part of and to share with others i could hear the the joy of the lord and um prophet bobby because he was just so happy for what he saw in your life 
And that's the way it is when we minister to the people and we minister the things that God is telling us. We can feel the joy for their lives. We can feel the sorrow for how the enemy ragdolls the people. We uh, can feel our strength because our brothers and sisters are worth the battle for against the enemy. Um, we can feel their hearts when they hurt and they cry out to the Lord and God has a message of love and mercy and deliverance for them and he uses us to give it. It's, it's a beautiful life. It can be a, uh, a heaviness, but when we think about God is in control and we think about he's got it all in his hands and he's already given forth the victory over to us, then we can still have joy and peace in the Lord because he's actually the one who is fighting the battle within us. But he causes us, he caused us and calls us to stand, you know, and drink from the cup that he drank from for the sake of the children, that God may get the honor, that he may get the glory out of our lives and that our testimonies of our lives will win the souls to him. Amen, y'all. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. 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 May I may I reach the mic just for a hot second, cause Apostle, you know you ain't number five starter. You just start <laughs> fires everywhere you go. I love it. I God love is it. good. He God. he shown up shifts shifts the room. You know he shifts the room. He does. Amen. I Praise I thank God. you. I want to just say this one thing, and it's just to keep balance and clarity. Amen. No pushing and no shoving, because I tell you, God got all of us a piece of his passion. But I want to say this to Emmy. Amen. I love you, sis. And I thank God for you being who you are. And you are in the right place at the right time. You're not in and out of season. So don't be frustrated in the preparation. Amen. But I want to say to you as a, as a prophet of God, amen, and as a five-fold carrier, I care, I'm, a, I'm a great water carrier by the grace of God. Amen. Holy ordained of God. Prophets are not ordained. Okay. They are affirmed. Only the other four offices are ordained. Man ordains them by the ordinances. But God calls a prophet because they're already operating, talking to God mouth to mouth like an intercessor. I just want to say that prophets are never ordained. And if you hear that in a church, run because the whole church is out of order if the head is out of order praise god they're not laying the foundation correctly the house of god has to be except the lord build a house they that labor is laboring in vain the house has to be built by the the blueprint that god almighty already gave us to you glory be to god Something came out. Wow. I want to say the sons, this is what came to me for clarity. See, God don't let you forget nothing because God doesn't forget anything. He's omniscient. The son, the mother of the sons of Zebedee came to Jesus. She said, Master, give me from one of my sons to sit on the right hand and on the left. I'm going to just come back. I'm coming back around, double backing on a statement that I heard just to bring clarity. We're all going to go through the same baptism that Jesus went through. He is a prophet. He is an apostle. 
This is not for debate, it's for clarity. So when I hear something that brings a ripple, I have to come back and iron it out. I just have to, that's just the way God made me, okay? The mother came to Jesus and the sons of Zebedee was brought up about customs and mannerism to be a Levite, to be taught how to go in and out of the earth, the tabernacle, the temples, okay? She said, Master, give up my two sons to sit on each side of you. Her motive may have been selfish. She may have just wanted to know that they had the word, can exegesis or eisegesis or come with ideology, all right, come with dogma or whatever. But her motive was that she wanted her sons to be in the place of greatness with the Messiah. Jesus looked at her and said, hmm, you ask a hard thing, but I can't give you what is not mine to give you. But what I will give you is the same baptism I'm going to be baptized in. So we're all going to go through the same thing. We might be, listen, some, so many times we major and minor, but I'm going to share with you something, hon. You're going to go through testing. You're going to go through proving. You're going to go through great afflictions. Think it not strange concerning the fiery trials. This is not coming to hurt you. It's coming to, pre it's coming to preserve. It's coming to teach you. The fiery trials are those things that we keep. Okay. I'm saying this because the Holy Ghost is not caught. It's received. You don't catch it. You receive the word. You receive this knowledge. See, and that's why we so jacked up because we speak in a natural layman's term rather than kingdom language. Rather than speaking kingdom terminology, we come with an earthbound tongue speaking a divine language. And so there's a conflict of information as a conflict because what I speak in English and how God speaks is two different things. That's why we have to let our conversation Amen. be seasoned with salt and full of grace. Salt is the spirit. Grace is the operation of the spirit. Come on now. Grace is how we function in it. Grace is not what we earn. Grace is what's given to us. We got to be, we have, we all have to learn how to allow the Holy Ghost to live in us. We're not, we're not a body having a spiritual encounter. We are a spirit having an earthly encounter. Selah, I release my mic. Um, you know, uh, Pastor, you're absolutely right. There is a language of God, and it doesn't mean all the time how we speak it, how we speak things in English. And that language is, if I had to explain that, is the mind of God, how he thinks, how he in, um, gives interpretation of what he means when he says the thing. And, and so that, when you spoke about being ordained, I think I said sometimes the, it's the paper it, the ink on the paper is not even worth the paper because this is something that is due God. And so God tells Jeremiah in chapter one, verse um, five, he says, before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou came forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee and I ordained thee. So there is a thing of ordination of a prophet, but it is a call from God, like this woman of God said. And so people try to mimic those things. Some things are just only do God. You understand? So when God has ordained the prophet, all we can do is bear witness to what God has done. If you've ever seen an ordination paper or a licensing, it says we, the undersigned or the above signed, uh, witnessed that this person 
has been called to the ministry, has been called to do this or called to do that, but they can't call you. They only witness what God has done. Amen. Are we on one accord? Amen. 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 We bless God. Amen. 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 Oh, I love this. I love it. Love it. Love it. Again, thank you all. God bless you. You're welcome. That's for anyone else who is in the hearing of this conversation God has allowed us to have and uh, so that they can understand. Brother Justin, thank you for your patience. You've been up here for a while. Would you like to open your mic and say something? Brother Justin, are you there? Okay. Apostle, you want to say something? Oh, I was going to, I was just going to lightly speak because sometimes he's at work and I'm learning some of his schedule. He's in a different, uh, different place. Sometimes he might be at work and he just, he can listen in. I don't know. But when he came in the room sometimes with me and in others rooms, I've noticed that he would be on. And when he didn't speak, he was somewhat preoccupied, but could listen. His phone don't work good a lot too. Okay. But the word also applies the same things we were talking about for her a lot of it applies for him also amen amen okay looks like you want to say something go ahead man of god oh he's agreeing oh yeah i'm just agreeing yeah sorry about that uh my mic wasn't working <laughs> that's okay yeah that's okay i knew it and see this this is good we got elders here who, who are called by God and we're having this conversation and this conversation is needed because the body needs to understand how God has set us in the ministry and what all of that means, you know, what all of that means. And even the testimony of our experiences with the Lord, our life with him will help to exhort the others. Amen, family. Amen. I bless the Lord for you, Apostle. And, I, and to all of my brothers in Christ here that are on the on the platform, I, I thank God for, I just see Johnny, but I respect you, prophet. I think you say you were a prophet, born a prophet. Thank God for evangelists and everyone here in the room. Amen. It, it, this was really, really needed because, you know, after we have, after we have ministered to, to so many, after we as leaders and for those that can understand from the heart, we've we've been to the congregation, we've been through the ten of the meetings, we've been through the uh, the outer courts and we've rested and found our place, glory to God, uh, a pathway and a significant rest in the uh, holies of holies. We know how to go in and to come out, but after we done ministered, if the world only knew apostle what really makes us tick, what makes us say, ooh-wee, is when someone can come and bring us a glass of water. Sometimes all we need, all I need sometimes is a spiritual glass of water. Amen. You know, when someone Amen. can take time out and, 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 and it's just coming in to say, I, I'm in agreement with you. It's more like a mentor. 
a mentor yes. and, and his mentee. We're not, they don't, we don't really, that mentor does not really, that mentee does not really appreciate or understand the value of that mentor until after that mentor is, um, have have saw the maturity and moved on from life and gone on down and they look back and into that person's life and can see the growth of what they imparted. Every parent, every person that have had that privilege of standing and helping someone, hallelujah, or even tutoring, tutoring someone, whatever that word is that fits everyone here through semantics or by application, the best feeling of a glass of water is saying my work and my labor was not in vain in the mm. Lord. Yes, and I understand that some don't understand that the Holy Ghost speaks in tongues. I couldn't possibly speak in tongues because I don't have that much understanding to cause myself to speak in a knowledge or in a heavenly language that no man taught me. So, but I also have the gift of interpretation there you when go. God speaks. And as the woman of God was speaking, hallelujah. And then I spoke a little earlier. I heard the Lord says that I have ignited, I have put fire with the oil and keys now are turning. That means access with your authority. See, it's something to have an authority and you got keys and still can't get into a door. Have you ever gone to your door and your keys mm. are worn or maybe something wrong with the way they cut it? But you got authority. You got those keys. And you go to that door and you, you, this is your house. Those are your keys and you know that goes to that lock. But you're sitting there turning and trying to cut, they're trying to twist, pulling the key halfway out. You're trying to navigate, you're trying to manipulate that key to make that tumbler turn. Well, that meant something in it was not properly cut right. Mm. Oh, that'll, that'll preach tomorrow, Sila. That'll preach tomorrow, maybe not tonight, maybe tomorrow. But well, so when we come together, we sharpen. Right. We, I love you, sis. Iron sharpened iron. <laughs> too. When my Amen. when when I'm next to some get see, iron sharp iron. Iron don't sharpen copper. Mm -hmm. Iron sharpen iron. Yes. If you a guillotine, you you don't need to be hanging with a butter knife. A guillotine can cut a whole body in half with one <laughs> stroke. Amen. It can divide everything. You, I can't see a guillotine working with aluminum foil. God mm. got us each working with light, precious force. The force in this room is equal. It's going. But sometimes we need a specialist in the metal department that can say, okay, I'll tell you what you do since you, you got this. They only specialize in one, one area only. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I go to my doctor. She's an internal a medical doctor. But when I'm telling her about something that she does not have a specialty in, she has a general knowledge of, she'll write me a script. She'll tell me to go to this, go to in and sign up, go to the hospital and uh, tell them to sign up. They're going to ask for a referral that I know this is what I diagnose and I need someone to take it deeper because I only have this much knowledge. Yes. So I receive Doctor, I have to say who God, let me see who you are. Doctor, glory to God, Valerie. Amen. Mm, that means God. there's a level of study that you have been proven to and maintain and can operate without an error in your intellect, precept, logic, and reasoning. Praise because the Lord. Because of God now. Because no of God. More of you. you can rest there. 
You are not wrestling with it. So I honor each and every one in your several places of study because I recognize what the Holy Ghost is discerning. Hallelujah. Amen. And I want to say I salute you and appreciate you. I release the mic. I honor you too and I love you too woman of God you've spoken that many times just within this session and I want you to know that I feel that way about you too and the family that's here you know God is amazing you told you kind of use the key in the tumbler as an example and I have a little short story um I, my children were in high school now they're all grown married and got their own families now uh but when they were in high school I would often go and pick them up uh you know, from the school. And so this particular day I got out of the car. Um, I was on the phone and I left the car running and jumped out and the doors just locked. And, uh, so my keys were in the car. I didn't have a spare key. I didn't have anyone to call for a spare key. And I didn't want to leave the car in the school parking lot, just running like that because I didn't want anybody to get hurt and I just didn't want to leave the car running like that. And, uh, so I began to pray and I said, Lord, you're God of the impossible. You're God of the possible. I know you can do any and anything. And all I had in my pocket was my, um, house keys, my, uh, job keys, but my car key was in the car with the car cranked up in park. And, uh, and I said, Lord, help me to get into my vehicle. And I heard the Lord say, take your house key. Now a house key is not cut like a car key. It was a Monte Carlo uh, with T-tops, the windows, you know, that go above like the sunroof, like double T-tops. And um, I said, Lord, help me to get in the car. Cause I just believe that my holy angel was with me, that whatever I asked God he would do uh, that was needed, that was desired. I heard the Lord so clearly tell me to take my house key and put it into the keyhole of the car. And I jiggled it on in there because it was, wasn't fitting right, but it went on in there. And I turned that house key and that lock popped open and I opened the door. And I was just praising God and I cut the car off and put the keys in my pocket, you know, the car key in my pocket. And this human mind of mine said, Okay, I'm gonna lock this car and I'm gonna see if I can open it again with my house key, but it wouldn't open the second time. But look what God did for me. He opened my car door with my house key. Amen. True story, y'all. True story. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He, <laughs> he works where it's a in miraculous ways. Yes, Hallelujah. he does. Be it according to our faith. I bless the Lord. Glory be to God. That is awesome. Mm-hmm. That is so awesome. I thank God. And I look, have even greater things. Yes, who's speaking? Look, me, I had the same okay. thing happen. We moved from one house to another. And one day we was waiting on my, my son out there playing around and closed the door behind us. And I had the keys in my pocket from the last house we were staying at. And Something told me to take the key out of my pocket and try one of those keys to that uh to that door, to that front door, and open that door up and we were locked out. And I, I couldn't believe it. it. It just it was just that easy, just learning to listen and flow. And having faith. Thank you. Oh, I gotta get in there. Please can I get in there? <laughs> 
Oh, this is good. I had a, a, a sim- <laughs> Hey man, I had a us a, a, a very short story, but a very similar with some keys. This happened around about Christmas. I think this was Christmas Day or the day after Christmas. Uh, my wife and I we were cleaning out uh, my mom's apartment. She had passed away. And, you know, just going through or whatever. So I said, you know what? I'm going to go downstairs to the corner bodega and I'm going to go ahead and just buy me some cookies. <laughs> and I went down there just to get some cookies, just something to just take my mind off of everything that was going on. And somehow in the midst of going down there and paying for what I paid for, the rental car that we had rented in the middle of Brooklyn, New York, uh, I dropped the car key somewhere between leaving the store and going back up to her apartment. And by the time I realized I dropped the key, I went downstairs to go get something out the trunk of the car and the vehicle was gone. I'm like, okay, (laughs) I'm in Brooklyn, New York. All kind of thoughts running through my mind. This car is probably in a chop shop by now. It's probably halfway to Dallas. I don't know where this car is. And I hear the spirit of the Lord said, begin to praise me. I said, what? (laughs) Our flesh is all over the place. And so right there at the bus stop, I began praising. I said, thank you, God. Glory. How folks looking at me crazy. I'm saying, Lord, I thank you, God. Lord, I bless your holy name. I dial 911. My my mind is thinking, ain't no way you're going to find that car. That car is gone. How about less than three months later? The car was found and recovered with not a scratch or a dent with the key fob. Mm. Look, I said, Lord. Look what God did. The vehicle was recovered, but that was a lonely drive back to the home because we had to rent another vehicle. But what if I would not have listened to God and just gave him glory? And I, I just I just praised him in advance for his return. And so there's some things and some situations and circumstances that are come that if we just hearken unto the voice of the Lord our God and do what the Lord says does and and you know if we have faith as the grain of a mustard seed we can speak to the mountain and and and, and cause it to move hence to yonder and I mean that's yes, just sir. the God that we serve we can praise him in advance for things situations and circumstances that are going on in our, in our lives even when our even when in our in our regular mind it doesn't feel like now, this is no way this can come. There's no way this is possible. But we serve a we serve the God of impossibilities. We serve a God who can do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to the power that works in us. Amen. Amen, brother. Amen. Uh, one more testimony from me. Um, I've never been slain in the spirit at this point of this story. And what I mean by what we say about slain in the spirit is where the spirit of God took complete control of me. And you see those people that fall and hit the floor. Hopefully there's someone there to catch them. But I've always, I had always at that point seen that happen to people. I was filled with the Holy Ghost, but that just never happened to me like that. I would feel the presence of God um, lay on me until I was um, high in the spirit, but I never was so high that I would, you know, lay back and fall back or God would lay me back. Um, But my husband and I, we were, um, we had the keys to 
uh, one of our pastor friends church he didn't live in the city where his church was but we did and he asked us he said apostles will y'all go and open the church up for me tonight it was a rainy night first rain you know when it first started raining it was cold and so the rain became slick on the street quickly and um it was a wednesday night and he asked us to do that and so we're traveling on the highway um to get to the church and um, the highway is going like two lanes going the same way and then there's a divider where there's grass and all of that and then on the other side of the street the highway is going in two lanes going back like we're going uh, um, going forward and then the other side is going be towards where we just came from anyway um these two big dogs i was driving and these two big dogs come out of the uh, ditch out of a ditch on the side of the highway uh, and we were on the right hand lane of the highway with another lane traveling the same way we were traveling on the left of us so the car on the left of us the front lights were about um, right where my door would open, the driver's door. And uh, of course our headlights were that much ahead of him. And these two big dogs began to come out of the ditch to walk across the highway. And uh, I saw them and it's as if a movie played in my head, what would happen if I kept traveling? Here in this rural area, we can drive 17 miles an hour, 70. And so I was driving every bit of 70 miles because we was make, trying to make sure we got there to, you know, take care of the business at the church, at the house of prayer. And so what I saw was me hitting the dogs and, and them locking under our wheel and us sliding uh, either off the ditch and involving the other car on the side of us. So I couldn't just stop because the car would have slid. It was an old car and the tires wasn't all that. And all this weather situation was going on. And so the Lord showed me, if you stop hard like that, this is what's going to happen. And so I'm still in real time and I'm still driving and I'm seeing this vision of all this stuff that could happen. And, uh, and so the only thing that I could do was just to call on the Lord, which was the better thing to do. Uh, but when I called on him, I said, Jesus, and that's all I could say. It felt like so much time had gone by in my mind looking at the vision of this thing, but it was just a matter of seconds. And uh, so I called the name of Jesus. My husband, who was in the passenger seat in the front seat, threw his hand across my chest like you would if you're trying to protect a child from who's not wearing a seatbelt, we both had our seatbelts on, but he threw his hand across me like that to protect me at the sound of my calling out the name Jesus like that. And what I saw happen then was, if you've ever been to a drive-in and you're sitting in the parking lot at the drive-in and the movie is on the screen, it was as if those dogs had gotten into a different time zone than we were. I was still traveling at 17 miles an hour because I was afraid to put my foot on the brake from what the Lord showed me. He said, don't put your foot on the brake because this is what's going to happen. You'll slide. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so I, I, out of my um, front window, you, in my driver's window, uh, where my windshield wipers are, I saw the dogs just walk across 
my car and the car on the side of me as if we were not in the same space and time. And we were. And I asked God, how did that happen? Lord, what happened with that? Because remember, I've never been slain in the spirit before. A couple of months after that, we were in service. We were in the house of prayer. We were high in the spirit of God. The spirit of God was flowing. Um, and the musicians were worshiping. The instruments were going. People were praising God. They were running around and crying out to the Lord. It was loud and lit up in the church. And so the Lord laid on me like he just like he swallowed me it felt like i was swallowed by him and what that felt like was i was i was in the church in the house of prayer but god took me into him and then i was in god and we were in the church just like my uh profile picture is in this circle i was in god like that and god is the circle and the circle is on the platform here. That's the way it was. And when I was in God like that, what happened was what you would have saw if you walked into that room and you saw me, you would have saw me go back, you know, like just fall back like a rock. And maybe you would have said, oh, I hope she didn't hurt herself. But what it felt like to me was it felt like God took me and laid me down ever so gently just laid me down until I was flat, like laying on the floor, but I was in him and, and I wasn't hurt. I was comfortable. There was so much peace. And it's as if the room in the church, the church itself was outside of us and I was in God. And that was my reality. That was my place. And there was no pain. There was no conscious really clear sight of what they were doing in the church. If somebody had on a red shirt, I saw a streak of red. I didn't see the whole person. I couldn't hear the music anymore. I heard uh, uh, fragments of sound like zoop, zoop, zoop like that. But my reality, my place was in God and God had me in him and in the church. And he told me that's what happened when you and your husband was in the car. I placed you in me and in me nothing outside of me could affect you while you were in me isn't that beautiful yes that's awesome yeah amen yes my goodness thank you for sharing that experience because i have never been slain in the spirit <laughs> I, it happens often now where the lord lays on me and I'm in the bubble and the bubble is God and nothing can affect me in the bubble. But it's also like that when we walk in the anointing, when we walk in the power of God, it's like that. And so um, we can call from that place in God things to happen and sicknesses, disease and even death cannot affect us when we walk in that bubble that is God. Uh, it has to penetrate God to get to us. And so there's authority in that. And I've experienced the Lord like that as well. And, uh, but that's, that's, that was my first time being slain. And uh, even at that time, I wasn't speaking in full tongues at that time. I had had the evidence, meaning that my tongues had shown up twice, but 
I heard myself speaking in tongues and I came out of the tongues. And then now I speak in diverse tongues with interpretation. Um, there's a measure of interpretation, but my, my um, diverse tongues, the Lord allows me to flow in them. Uh, but I can understand everything I say. When I say a measure of interpretation, I'm speaking when others talk. But when I speak in tongues through the Holy Ghost, um, I can understand every word that I say, whether they are uh, heavenly tongues or earthly tongues. Um, and the night that I got them, I had not spoke but in evidence. And my husband and I decided to lay down and go to bed early. And I heard a wind, like whoosh. So I opened, the, excuse me, I opened the curtain up to see what the weather was doing. And uh, it wasn't raining or the wind wasn't blowing the trees or anything like that. So I closed the curtains and laid back down and I wasn't asleep, guys. But I heard the wind It's like the wind came into the house, like somebody opened the door. But my bedroom had a window, which I was sleeping next to it and the entrance into my bedroom from the hallway. And so there was no outside door. There was no reason for the wind to be in my house, you know, no no opening but I heard the wind so clearly like in the house and when I set up I set up like what in the world is that and, and, and my mouth was open and I could the wind hit the wind hit my mouth hit the back of my throat and I went and when I went I started my tongues just came they just came and um and I was speaking in tongues and what was happening was the Lord was using my mouth to speak to me and the Lord was allowing me to speak back to him with my mouth. He was prophesying to me. He was showing me my ministry, this apostleship. He was showing me things that I would be doing in the house of prayer and how I would speak to people corporately and all of that. And that lasted. My husband sat in there with me for about 30 minutes and then he let, just left the room and shut the bedroom and let that be between me and God. But I spoke for almost three and a half hours in tongues the first time I spoke, really in diverse tongues. And, and that's the story of when I received my diverse tongues. And uh, it's just amazing the things I've experienced with God, amen? Okay, I'm gonna yield my mic and let somebody else talk. No, that was really good because I believe that is really helping some people, um, your testimonies. We don't talk about often the experience, what we felt, what we saw, uh, you know, what we uh, heard. And so that's really important, not only for new believers, but I think there's some <laughs> believers, you know, such as myself, uh, you know, some older believers such as myself that I haven't ever been slain in the spirit. I just recently began, you know, speaking in tongues. Yeah. And I've been saved since, uh, what, 03. Praise God. And I had been asking God and desiring it. And then I was like, you know what, God? Like, we ain't going to do this. You know what? You want me to have them, you're going to give them to me when you're ready to give them to me. Right. And he will. Um, when I met mm -hmm. my husband, he was already speaking in tongues. I had the gift of interpretation, um, but I wasn't speaking fluently in my tongues. Um, my husband's 14 years older than me, and he was a lot, had a lot more wisdom than I did when I when we first got married. And so he would counsel me on doing things a certain way. And just being a woman who was used to 
you know, kind of being by myself, a lot of times I would be a measure of rebellion to that. I guess you could say, how can you be a little bit high-headed? If you're high-headed, you're high-headed, right? <laughs> but anyway, mm-hmm. um, so he would go into his uh, <clears throat> private room to speak to the Lord as he did every day, as he's done every day since I've known him. And, uh, but anyway, he went in there and in going in there, he was speaking his in tongues. And so um, I could hear him because I would be in the house and I could hear him speaking. And, uh, um, he would come out as he do every morning, kiss me on my jaw and say, good morning, babe. How you feeling today? And when he did that, I kind of pulled away from him because I was a little mad because he was in the restroom telling it on me, telling God what I did. And I was like, well, you know how to tell God we could have worked this out. You're going to get me in trouble. <laughs> You're going to get me in trouble because I knew I was out of order anyway. But being a, the young woman that I was, you know, thank God for increase. Um, and he said, how, wait a minute, what you mean I was telling God? He said, how do you know what I said? I said, because I heard you. He said, I was speaking in my native language. I was speaking in tongues. Wow. You told God this, and you told God that, and you told him I did this, <laughs> and you told him I did that. And he was like, wow, baby, that's a gift of interpretation. I said, well, I could understand you. I could understand everything you told God, and you're going to give me in trouble. I said, we could have just sat down after a while and worked it out. You didn't have to tell it on me, you know? <laughs> That is so good. And true. That's a good testimony. So me, myself, uh, before even I was speaking, I can, I would hear a word. I would hear someone speaking tongues. I could hear like a word here, a word there Mm -hmm. in it. So could you talk about a little bit uh, about the difference between, you know, uh, diverse tongues and just speaking in tongues? Well, for me. Repetitive. Well, diverse different tongues. And so there are different Mm -hmm. earthly languages that God allows us to go into. And then there are ancient languages. For I've asked God, there has been some tongues I've spoken and it didn't sound, and I don't know every language on earth, but the Lord has told me uh, in, in times that there were languages that I've forgotten to the earth. You know, like ancient people spoke those and you know there's no dialect or no oh, wow. uh, language that's being spoken now and then there are uh what the bible called tongues of angels or heavenly languages um that god has had me to speak in my husband has actually told me you know when i'm in worship or in prayer and i go into the t- my tongues he said baby that sounded like indian or that sounded like what have you he would name different languages um but it is a conversation. There are not words that I speak, but it is a conversation. Like it has the tone of a conversation It mm-hmm. because I'm speaking and I know what I'm speaking. I could, I could probably never just like, if you came in and you said, Sister Valerie, say those words you just said, I probably couldn't just say the words in tongues. God would have to give me those words, but I could tell you what I was saying to him. I could tell you what the conversation was about. I could tell you what God was saying to me. So it works like that with me. A lot of times I can't just deliberately repeat the syllable or the the words in the tongues. God does that. He gives me the language, but I understand in English what I'm saying. While I'm while if you walk in and I'm speaking in tongues and you say, Sister Valley, what was you saying? And I said, Well, I was telling God this and I was telling God that or God was saying this. I can tell you what I was saying. And that's the way it is for me. 
Amen. Amen. That's hey, can that's I, good. I, I, I like to add, I, I feel the, sure. the same way. Mm-hmm. And I've been like that since I first started. Exactly the way you said it, I interpreted it before I spoke in tongues. Mm-hmm. And I can feel when my tongue switch and the spirit really just takes me over and I'm speaking in a whole another language other than the language mm. that I speak in normally. That's right. And um, and then it's another one that it, he does when it's like war. When I'm in, in a war mode, it's, mm-hmm. I, it's like a more aggressive. Yes, but it I is. But I always understand. And, and in that, is. Brother Bobby, you're speaking against the enemy. Is that right? Amen. Amen. When we're at war, it's like you're telling the devil to take his hands off these people. Yes. You know, it, it's like it, it sends you into a rage, like in, in the spirit. Um, yeah. And I can feel when I'm there. And people, mm-hmm. when we used to do intercessory, um, a man said one time, we don't know. And I say, yes, I do know what I'm praying. Right. So the word says you you don't I said that's that's not true. I say you gotta understand who you are. He wasn't talking about uh unbelievers, he was talking about believers, people that are him. Right. So I, I feel that um you're the first person that I ever heard say that though. That said oh, they really? understand. Well, I don't I'm a I'm a prophet. I don't deal with a whole lot of people on that level. That's true. That's true. So, you know, we 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 know a lot, but we it don't get shared as much as we would like because people right. don't comprehend. That's right, mm-hmm. sir. But um, are they not ready? Right. And and um, when you were saying about understanding, a lot of times I can come straight back and say exactly what I said. Mm-hmm. But and then there's times to where I just flow and listen. And he can minister to me at the same time. Right. And um, yeah, I just want to, oh, she's gone. But a lot of times when people hear us speak like this, it'll be a big help for people that's that's not there yet and wondering um, mm-hmm. that if you just focus your mind on it and allow yourself to just speak inside yourself and then just let it free not try to speak it in English and just loose and it will manifest and flow. And but you know what I find brother Bobby, when, when, even when I'm in a corporate setting, if I'm Mm -hmm. at a state of what I call high worship Mm -hmm. and, and, and I'm, and I'm drunk in the Lord, I'm not controlling whether I can speak in tongues or not, because I'm in high worship and in high worship, I'm praising him and I'm worshiping him and I'm, loving on him and saying what I need to say. So it takes over me. You understand? Now mm-hmm. I may at some point, if, if God said, if God uses me to talk corporately to the body of Christ and I go into tongues, I can, I can hear the Lord speaking to me and it comes out of my mouth in tongues. If mm-hmm. something like that is happening, then I'll stop and I'll say, the Lord is saying this. This is the interpretation of what was just said. I'll tell the people I'm like that. that I'm listening to something more important than that. Say that again? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I was talking to my husband. I'm unmuted. Excuse me. 
And so a lot of times when you're when you're high in the spirit, when God is you're drunk in the spirit, then you're not thinking, oh, I better not say that because they don't understand that. But there is a part where God will allow you to say, this is the interpretation when God tells you to prophesy, or he tells you to give the corporate house a message, or if he's using you in the house to prophesy, uh-huh, and he has uh-huh. you to go to a particular person and say this or that, you know, yes, you start to yes. explain what's happening. So God has used me uh, like that. But I've when I'm used, worshiping, I'm drunk. I, and I've know, been used on that level. Right. And, uh, and also... Um, how, how can I say this? In the bodies that I've been in, you know, these men, um, it's not like it's not accepted. Um, they feel that most of the people I've been seeing these last so many years, they have been around. They feel as if uh, God going to say something, it's going to say it through them and not through another prophet in the house. Hmm. That they're the only prophet for that house, so you know, well, uh, that's another story. I've, I've well, noticed that there really were. I've noticed that there are two spirits that the enemy will try to. Uh, I mean, I'm sure there's others, but there are two spirits that the enemy will try to use in in corporate settings um, when it comes to um, praying in tongues, and that's um, shame and confusion. We'll put that out there to try to make the one that's um, exercising the gift to feel ashamed. Oh, well, what, what, well, what will this one think? Well, what will that one think? And that thought that would come into the mind would would cause one to hesitate and not release what needs to be released in the atmosphere. And someone's breakthrough could very well be dependent on you opening up your mouth and releasing that which is in your belly. And so that's just something I wanted to add value with. It's, it's something that I've noticed. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Amen. And usually when I, when, when I'm being used corporately like that, um, the, the anointing, like I said, is so hot and I'm, and I'm drunk in Powerful. the spirit. Yeah. I'm drunk in the spirit. And when God wants to do that, I can think the word God and the anointing falls on me so heavy. I can think God, you understand? And so in my younger years, when God began to use me outside of my family and friends and people who knew me outside of that in the church, in the, in the house of the Lord, um, I'd feel a little funny. You know, I hear the Lord say, go tell, go tell her in the white shirt, this or that. And, and right in the middle of service. Now, a lot of people would tell me, because, you know, I wasn't used to being in the church and all of that. Um, but a lot of people would say, that's out of order to to do that. You got to ask the pastor, can you do this and that? But I'd be drunk in the spirit. I probably can't even focus and see pastor good. I might just see some, you know, pastor might be over there and I don't even see him because I'm listening to God. And I would feel this pulling in my belly whenever I would hesitate. If I hesitated, and, and I say, okay, well, Lord, can I tell after service? Or I feel a little funny about that, breaking service to go do that. Um, I feel this pulling like God had a rope in my belly and was pulling me towards this woman. And so when I stopped, when I would stop fighting it, then 
the Lord would lay off me a little bit so that I could walk and so that I could go. Cause I'd be drunk in the spirit. I'm serious. I'd be like walking drunk in the spirit. But when I would, when I would obey and wouldn't fight it or hesitate, I would be functionable to do it. And then I'd go say something that the Lord would tell me. And it was like a three-way conversation. If you ever been on the three-way line, it was like me and her talking and um, God would say, tell her this and tell her that. And I would tell her, and then she would respond and then God would give a response for me to tell her because she couldn't hear him. And, uh, but the people would always confirm the message, you know, they would always confirm the message, but, um, that I don't hesitate now. I learned not to do that and it didn't take long not to learn it. Um, but there was a little, I guess you could use the word shame because I would be like who people going to be looking at me and they're going to be telling me this out of order. And the pastor would sometimes cut his eyes over there. Like, here she go. But you know, one thing he would never stop me. He would never chastise me for that. But the couple times I first started doing it, doing that in the church, I wasn't there long and I would do that. But that man will never ever chastise me or tell me I was out of order. He would give me a little look cause he could be doing something, you know, with the people. And, and I say, you know, pastor, I got a word for, for someone and I start walking and he would let me do that. Now, I don't know if that was out of order. I don't know. All I know was God said, go and go now. You understand? And so I would. And so, but I had a pastor that was understanding about that when I was young, a young woman in the church. And, uh, and I didn't do that many times, maybe three or four times I did that. And, you know, that was over with the Lord said, go, you know, go. And I went and people knew me to be that way and it was needed. You understand? Uh, so that's my experience with the shame part. You know, God hurry up and grew me out of that. Yeah. So, so I had a, a situation where I wanted, I began to have this conversation in my head, speaking to God as i was speaking in tongues mm -hmm. and so i i had specific things i was saying and then i would it was coming out in tongues and that's so what I, I mean when i understand in the english oh wow like i could hear the conversation mm. in dual language i could hear the the tongues coming out of my mouth with my natural mm -hmm. ears i could hear the tongues and i could hear the conversation in english as if i was speaking in dual language and the the english that i heard was the interpretation of what i was saying but i could hear them both amen yeah. hey, too. Oh, wow wow <laughs> amen brother I was like, is that just my imagination just because I'm just so happy to be thinking this is what I want to say to him? <laughs> but mm -hmm. it was like an all-out conversation, like talking with him, and but speaking in tongues at the same time. Mm -hmm. um, so I had an experience I'm trying to think, today, um, no, it's last night, where I began... Um, so I began speaking the tongue. So it sounded like Spanish, Italian, uh, Mexican. I, I don't even know what all, but a lot of different languages. Diverse um, languages. Yes. And so, um, but today it was more like a Abba, 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 Abba. I just had held me there. Mm -hmm. And I was just held there. 
And I was like, am I saying Abba? Oh, that was just a thought that came to my mind. I was like, I think I'm I just calling the Father. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Praise um, God. So, but I've been really trying to, you know, do it as often as, you know, just when you filled with the Holy Ghost, he, the the Spirit of God comes out of you. I was at a movie theater another day. My children were at school, and I decided to catch a movie that day. And um, I was in the movie. You know how the movie had the seats that go up like a pyramid? I was way up at the top over by the wall. So nobody was on the left side of me. And then it was just a few people that time of day at the movies. And I woke up with my voice shouting, saying, I am the righteousness of God through Jesus Christ. I was in the movie saying that. When I woke up, I don't know how long I had been saying that. I don't know how long. Um, how, how, why I didn't wake up while I was saying that because I was loud. When I woke up, I looked and all those people in the movies was looking at me. Didn't nobody touch me. They didn't, they weren't looking at the movies no more. They were looking at me. And, uh, of course I left, I went on left. I was trying to go get the kids, but, um, I did that. I have laid next to my husband while he sleep. He's speaking in tongues. He's speaking in tongues. And then he snores, speaks in tongues, and then go, and then he speaks in tongues, and he has sung in tongues, and in sleep he says, I have done that. So it is your spirit that is connected with God, and God, you, you know, speaks to your to your soul, to your spirit, and your spirit speaks to him while my body sleeps, my soul still woke. So, you know, I've praised God in my sleep, I, my husband has done it, you know, it's just that we are filled with the Holy Spirit, and so... You know, that's just, that's what he has done. That is the gift that he gives, you know. And it's so funny uh, because I tell my husband, you were speaking in tongues and you were snoring all at the same time. <laughs> yeah. That's a beautiful, beautiful experience. I, You know, my favorite is when I wake up with a song to the Lord, just uh, playing and playing over and over, right? And just hearing it. And I'm like, yeah, okay, Lord. <laughs> That prophetic so music, that prophetic music, that prophetic singing is beautiful. We, you know, we have experienced that. That's part of our life as well. And uh, you can hear the music. Sometimes you can hear the music and then you can hear the music and the words in the music. And it's mm-hmm. a full song. And we mm-hmm. have had to record ourselves singing because we don't know the songs. Wow. It's, it's songs that God give us and we record mm-hmm. them so that we can retain the music, right? Because we don't know it, and we don't know the songs. I've heard some Isn't that beautiful, beautiful music, and it was—I know—was straight from heaven while I was dreaming. And I wanted to remember those lyrics so bad. I pray, Holy Spirit, let me remember them. It was so beautiful, and it had like a uh, like a blues, like um. Matter of fact, he was in my dream. What is his name? Oh my goodness. Uh. Famous blues guitarist. Come on, y'all. I know y'all. Come on. Uh, uh, honey, you woke over here. You, you must be talking blues. about B.B. King. King. Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. And he was playing the music. Amen. And, oh, my goodness. It was, it was something. I just remember Hallelujah Special. 
And it was just like the most beautiful song. I was like, God, let me have that song. I want that song. <laughs> Help me remember this. It was a, it was good, y'all. It was good. It really was. And he was playing the guitar. I'm finding myself. Wow. I'm finding myself lately having to, when the Lord speaks to, to record that, whether I record it audibly on some kind of recorder or write it down. Um, because I'm seeing in this hour is so necessary for us to really have an ear to hear. There's a lot mm -hmm. of, you'd be, you'd be amazed how many people really don't hear the voice of the Lord, really don't hear God speak. And the Bible says, my sheep know my voice. And yeah. even those that are hearing, they're not adhering. You know, the Bible wants us to be hearers of his word, but we should be doers of his word as well. So what's the sense in hearing if we're not doing or enacting or, or performing that which we, we hear? Um, so that's just something I just wanted to add as well. I'll, I'll yield with that. And that's one of the things that really surprised me when I came into the house of the Lord. And what I mean by that is, as a child, I wasn't raised, raised in church. We were the family that came for Christmas and Easter and all of that as a child. But I had a relationship with the Lord. I had the gifts of a prophet as a child, always speaking with him and him showing me things. But when I grew up and I began to learn the word of God, you know, and that was a trip in itself because um, I started really reading when I was about 11 or 12. And, um, you know, we read from time to time, but I had the, converse, the conversations and the knowledge was given to me some knowledge was given to me by the holy spirit but when i really got serious and i decided to come out of the world completely and total surrender to god i was in my early 20s maybe it had just turned 20 and i told the lord i said i don't understand your bible i don't understand it and i said it just like that i said i don't understand your bible but i read enough to know that you talk uh to to people in the bible you you teach them you teach them and uh and i said so teach me because i don't understand what you mean i could i can understand the words some words of the bible like you understand english words but i didn't i did not understand the mind of god that's what i was really just telling him fully i didn't and uh and so he began to teach me and that teaching went on for about four and a half years each time i uh uh you know have the house to myself or whatever or I go to the library or whatever in my car um, I would be reading and God would be teaching me this is what I meant when I said this because I said Lord what you mean by that I was like how come this happening and what what's this what that mean you know and the Lord would show me things and uh, as I go out and stuff, he said remember when we read this or that this is an example of and he showed me something that was happening in the world so that was about four and a half years and then after I went through that time with the Lord he sent me into the houses of prayer and when he sent me into the houses of prayer I was walking as a full prophet in the houses of prayer uh, uh, testifying and um, uh, stretching out my hand the Lord said stretch your hand out and anoint this one with that oil and speak this over that one and people will receive their healing uh teaching the lord had me teaching in the houses of prayer and just teaching i was teaching about the story of adam and eve uh to a pastor who had come to me and she wanted my husband and i to reside over her ministry and uh as the apostles there 
and um and the lord says says that he hadn't called her to operate yet she was not to start a ministry yet she wasn't ready and so he said do some weeks with them her and her ministers her leadership team and um and you know have those meetings and speak with them and see what the leaders know and so as we began to talk about salvation and the atonement and um redemption through the blood of christ they didn't know they didn't know anything and uh so we went in a circle like the kids sit in musical chairs we were in a circle and uh all of a sudden the guy that was sitting across from me just teaching on the story of adam and eve which took us into uh why men needed to be saved what happened to human mankind that they needed to be saved and what all that was that man hit that floor demons started growling out of him now he was her head minister demons started growling at that man a stench came into the room spiritually and he was throwing up and we could hear the hear the um the demons growl now i i didn't get up lay hands on him or stretch my hands out to him put no oil on his head but the presence of god was there and the presence of god was in me and in other believers who were there and the enemy could not stand the word of God. He began to show up in that man and growl and look like the men were running to him to try to help him. I said, don't touch him. Cause I heard the Lord say, tell him, don't put, don't touch him. And so as the Lord was removing those demons from him, um, his um, girlfriend who we thought was his wife, she told us they were married. And then we later found out they were common law married uh which was no marriage um but anyway the lord instructed me to tell her to take him to the restroom and clean uh him up he had given her the grace to touch him not us and when he came back from the restroom he was still filled with with the presence of the enemy and he went through that again the throwing up and the enemy uh being cast from him but the Lord did instruct me to pray over the house, to pray over those that were there, that they would not, you know, have demon transfer. And I did that. Now I was safe in the house. But just the presence of the Lord, when that man completely came out of that situation, he said, where's the lady that was teaching? As if he had never seen me before. We had met at least two or three times before. But he had no memory of that and no memory of the evening before that happened. And he said, wherever you and your husband are going, I'm going to follow y'all because y'all really got the Holy Spirit with y'all. And I said, no, it's not us. Don't follow us. Follow the Lord. You know, but the presence of the Lord in the house made the difference. And so, you know, um, so when I first started off, I didn't understand. But when he sent me into the house of prayer, it was as if a lot of the people in the house of prayer had never met the Lord. They had no idea. They had no strength in God. And these were mostly the leaders. I said, Lord, how come everybody act like they're in the kindergarten concerning the things of you? Because they had not slept with him. They had not been prepared by him for the for the calling that they were walking in. So I yield my mic, y'all. Y'all so quiet, y'all listening. Yes, this good. is some good stuff right here. I mean, wow. Yeah, these are these are my stories. These are my Amen. experiences. Amen. And it is, and you can hear the fire uh, in in the in the uh, exhortation 
Apostle. I bless the Lord for you and thank you so much thank for sharing. It's just, it's just refreshing to hear authentic um, uh, Pentecostal movement in the spirit. And that's yeah. what that's what we all have to that's what we all have to stay in the place of not to touch the glory of God. Because yes. I think about the story the the reading in the book of Kings, whether mm -hmm. uh Prophet Elijah was with the sons of the prophet. And um they had gotten to a place and that's where that's what I'm looking at now is that if more would appreciate the utterance of the spirit, not utterance of, of man, because we don't have the knowledge to speak such mysteries, mm -hmm. you know, time in in the in the presence of uh, in the space of time, uh, of past, present, and future. And so, when when I look at how the the Bible expresses through allegories or metaphorically and all of that, all of that's good, um, and it brings us to a place. Say, why can one be in a place? And um, they can express, I'm going to go down here like the sons of the prophet. Let us go down to the Jordan and cut down beams. Mm -hmm. And they asked the prophet to come with them. Right. But they had already had overgrown their borders from where they were. They had, they had, they, they had gone, they were out, outgrew the confinement of what they had learned. They had over, they were swelling out of the places where they had begun at. So they mm -hmm. had to go and build more. The Amen. trees represents beams. And we got to understand that the trees represents humanity that are going to be cut down, prop, not cut down, but uh, manufactured, going to be shaping into another form. Yes. When they when they when they stay in the place of of God's supply, God's strength is the water, which is a spirit. When it come out of the spirit, there's no lack. It can be shaping. There is no division. There is no there is there's nothing that's going to be a reproach. It is in rare form, ready for the next process can be shaped to whatever God needs to make it. But yes. more important in that story, as you were speaking on why the Lord took me into that, because I just want to, I just take off when you tell me things. I'm just, it's remind, it reminds me of my story. It reminds me of the story I just told. Go ahead. Amen. Hey, pray, praise God. And when I thought about it, as you were speaking, I was sitting, I was just, I was really in, ooh, I was in Holy Ghost heaven. And the Lord took me to this place, woman of God. I, pl I praise God for this because this is so refreshing. The Lord took me to this place that after um, they had gone, the sons of the prophet asked the prophet to come alongside. Now the sons, listen, that you got to catch this. The sons of the prophet, mm -hmm. they said they had gotten too straight in that place. It mm -hmm. got too small now. Mm -hmm. Everything that they could use, they have utilized it now. They're, they're growing, they're reaching for more now. Their borders, yes. they're, they're enlarging their territories inward, man. They're strengthening by the Holy Ghost. So they said, let's go to the Jordan and 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 cut and, and there we, we're gonna what make cut down trees to make beams. Now, beams are made for locks and are made for the support of the next floor. Mm -hmm. that, amen. Without a beam, you can't lay another floor. So you you can't build without a beam. Yes. Praise sure. God. But when they began to cut, one of them was using something called the axe. And the axe head came off of the stick, the handle that it had. Mm -hmm. And he cried because it fell into the river. And the prophet asked what happened. He said, oh, my! I lost the axe head. I borrowed it. That's so powerful. The it gifts is. are borrowed. They're not ours. They're but when it ours. goes back into the water, uh, the prophet is the only one that knows who is in the proper position in the spirit. 
Yes. And it's going to operate. God will not do anything except you give it into his servant, the prophet first. The axe head represents the, ap represents the apostolic, which is a permanent cutting. It represents the, oh my God, that the stick, which is represents humanity. So when God begins to do a thing, he's going to choose the position who he has prepared, which is the, the wood, humanity. He's going to put the anointing, which is the axe head this, that cuts, that given the cutting edge, which is a permanent apostolic positioning a function and then only the prophet can reach in the bible says the axe head floated to the prophet's hand now we know that metal ink it couldn't possibly float but the the matter of it is is that it became buoyant in the spirit what is impossible god knew that it was important because of mannerism custom everything lined up he borrowed that gift he was responsible for it Mm -hmm. According to the law, yeah, we understood. I remember reading about if you borrow something from your neighbor, by the ending of the day, you make sure that it is given back in the prop. This is to keep keep the community affairs intact without without chaos and without confusion. We follow in peace. We know that we we take care of that which was given unto us, and we give it back in the same mannerism. It shows integrity of the gifting. Amen. That we appreciate the gift. We we, we yes. take care of it because it's borrowed. It's not ours. And the person that's holding it cherishes it enough to share it with us. And that's a transference of authority, delegated authority. So I bless God. Oh, my God. I thank you, Jesus. <laughs> This is so, I, I'm I'm really drunk because I feel like I'm babbling. So You're not babbling. I'm drunk in the spirit. Woo! You're but the Lord babbling. just began to share that with me. How many times have we stopped to to uh not lean to our own understanding? Right. How many times have we right. stopped and just said, Lord, okay, what, what do you want me to do? He said, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Lean not to your own understanding, but in all of thy ways, acknowledge him. Amen. Lord, is this what I'm supposed to do? Can Is this what you want me to do, Lord? That's right. That's right. Amen. It's a, it's a constant communication. There is a yes. Absolutely. There is a constant communication with God for the for the believer uh, because he gives us direction. He said our feet are ordered by him. And that's so true to the life of the believer who has surrendered the life to God. Because he, he he talks with you, and he guides you, and he instructs you, and he corrects you, and he directs you in everything he does, and uh and so you don't feel as though you have a visitation from God from time to time. It's like when we were little, and your mom might say, "We going over your auntie's house, and maybe you ain't seen auntie in three months, and y'all go visit. Then you might not see her again until Christmas." It's not like that with the life that is surrendered to God. It's like you and God and the family, we are here together. And it's all the time he's there. He abides with me. He lives with me. So I don't have to fast for 40 days to get in touch with him because he right there. You know, I can, I can ask him. I, it's the Isaiah 58 life that says that he's with me and my healing comes quickly. Uh, but, but but my life is surrendered. Isaiah 58 is about the true fast that God has called. But the true fast is the true lifestyle that God has told us to live. And it takes care of the widow and it takes care of the fatherless. And we reference God daily. It is our way of life. It is our lifestyle. 
You know what I'm saying? And, and we don't visit it in obedience from time to time, but we live as the obedient submitted to God and the things he has called us to do in this life. And so when you're like that, he's accessible to you all the time. All you got to do is say, Lord or Father, what shall I do about this? And you can hear him. It's, it's like me having a conversation with you and I say, um, Sulu, Suli, Suli. And she never answers me. And you say, well, Suli, Suli, I need this and I need that or I want to do this, I want to do that. And, you say, and they say, what you doing, Valerie? And I say, I'm waiting on an answer from Suli. And it might, Suli, and it might take two weeks to get it. But when you live in that in life with God, you say, Lord, what about this? What about that? And the Lord says, such and such and such a thing. He answers you back quickly because he's a being. He's a living being. He's with us, as he said. His presence with us is real. He's not so far away from us that we got to fast to get to him. He's already given us his spirit. He right there. He with us if you have his spirit. So you know what I'm saying? So you can live that obedient life, that submitted life that it talks about in Isaiah 58. And the promises of Isaiah 58, he said, when you call me, I will answer you. It ain't going to take two weeks. It ain't going to take 40 days of fasting to hear from him neither. You know? Amen. That is so Amen. true. I wanted to ask you if you could speak on humility. Um, you know, being a prophet such a young age, talking with the Lord, is it um, that you were trained up to do that way? Well, well no. my family knew that I had the gift of uh, prophecy because I was telling them things. I was speaking to them and saying, God said this and God said that and this is going to happen and God showed me that no things will come to pass. So they knew even to the point that my family would say, stop dreaming about me. I said, it's not me that's controlling the dream. It's God that's showing me the dream. So with my family and my friends and people that knew me even from childhood, they knew that I was, I had the gift of sight, spiritual sight from God. Um, but anyway, it wasn't something that I had to learn humility about. Because when you're speaking with God like that, like I said, when I was hard-headed and wanted to take my time telling people what God wanted me to say, God would lay his spirit on me so heavy that I'd be so high in the spirit from that, I'd have to lean up against the wall and I have to lean up against the wall not to wiggle on down because I couldn't stand up on my own legs because the Lord was pressing on me, you know. He didn't hurt me, but let me tell you a quick story and maybe that'll explain the humility part of it too. I had taken a job at a mall and I was working for Dillard's, the clothing store. And it was my first day. It was just a little summer job I took. It was my first day. And on my lunch break, I had ridden the bus there. It was better for me to ride the bus than to drive my car. So I rode the bus there and I saw a young lady on the bus and she was going to her job and I was going to my job. So I went to the job and around lunchtime uh, in the mall, they have food courts. And so I was going to Chick-fil-A to get me something. Uh, to eat. And as I walked out the door of Dillard's into the, the you know, the, um, I guess they call it the hallways where they have all those little stands and they sell per purses and makeup and jewelry and stuff in the hallway of the mall. 
um, I heard the Lord call me. He called me by name. He said, Valerie. And I said, yes, Lord. He said, you're going to see four people today. He said, the first two are standing right over there. And, and um, there was only one cart right there. And uh, they were selling purses and stuff like that. He said, I want you to go over there and tell one of them knows me. And she will not answer my call to repentance. The other one does not know me. He said, explain to her who I am so that she can choose to seek me. And I said, okay, Lord, I'm going to do it. But can I do it after I go get my lunch? I said, I only have 30 minutes for lunch. I tell the Lord, I only had 30 minutes for lunch, right? And uh, and he, this was in my younger days. But anyway, he said, no, do it now. And uh, so I said, okay, Lord, I'm going to do it. I said, but they're going to look at me funny because they don't know me. And he said, if I send you, they're going to receive you, Valerie. And so I said, okay. So I began to walk. The closer I got towards the cart, I got a little nervous in my stomach because I was a little nervous about that. And um, and uh, I had just started, hadn't really started corporately like the Lord was using me, but I had just started going to church and stuff like that. And uh, But anyway, I said, Lord, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it, but I'm going to get my lunch. Woo, that anointing hit me so hard I can hardly stand up. I knew what they meant about being drunk on the day of Pentecost, they, like drunken men. I was like a drunken woman. And I laid on the wall of the mall so that I wouldn't wiggle on down to the floor. And when I, I said, okay, 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 I'm going. And so the Lord laid off me a little bit so I could walk. And I went over to them. There were two, late, two girls there. And I said, I work at Dillard's, y'all, because they said, how can I help you? I said, I work at Dillard's. Here's my name tag. I showed him my name tag to verify I wasn't no crazy woman. And um, and I said, you know how somebody tell asks you to do something with someone that don't know you, ask you to tell them something. I said, and, and you feel a little funny about that because you don't know them and they don't know you. They said, yeah. I said, well, the Lord did that to me just a moment ago as I was walking out of Dillard's. I said, I'm a seer, which is like a prophet. And the Lord called my name and told me to come tell you girls something. He said, one of you knows him and the other one has not received his invitation to come on in after world. I said, which one is it? And and the girl that knew him who hadn't received him, she said, that's me. And I said, so the Lord told me to minister to you first, the one that don't know him. And I said, I can hear him telling me to tell you what I hear him saying. And the Lord began to speak to her. And he said to her that she had been praying about her son who had sickle cell anemia and who was at that time five years old and his name was Timothy. And she began to cry. And I said, you got a son named Timothy? She said, yeah, I said, he five. She said, yeah, I said, he got sickle cell anemia. She said, yes. And so I had their attention and the Lord began to tell me to, you know, minister to her, tell her about him and how he died for her sins and, and how he, wanted to truly save her, that he had heard her prayers, but she really didn't know him. And all that he told me, I told her. And she accepted the Lord right then and there. Now, the one that said she knew him and was rejecting him, he told me to tell her he had come to her many times. And uh, this was her opportunity to say yes to him, and she wouldn't have another opportunity if she turned him down. And so she began to cry, and she accepted him. So I was free from that and I could walk uh, to Chick-fil-A and try to get my lunch. While I was in line, the line was long 
like it is often at the mall. Uh, but my time was being cut now because I had been ministering to the girls. But anyway, I got in line. And when I got to the counter, as soon as I began to open my mouth to say what I wanted, I didn't even get a chance to say, yeah, give me a sandwich. The Lord said, I heard him say, this is your third person. Now, this is a cashier at the cash register and a long line of people behind me. And the Lord is telling me, minister to her. So, And then he told me to take her hands and pray for her. Okay, at the Chick-fil-A counter. And I, so I told her my day what had happened. And her manager was standing in the back looking at both of us like, if y'all don't stop, but he didn't say nothing to me uh, or her. So I explained what just happened with those girls. I laid hands and I prayed for her right there at the register. And everybody in the back of me was clapping and some people was crying. And uh, But I got my sandwich and I left. And I went back to work and I finished the work day. When I got ready to get back on the bus uh, to go home, this young lady who was on the bus um, earlier that morning got on a little bit after the bus rolled, maybe five minutes down the street, and she got on. And so when she stepped on the threshold of the bus, the first step, I heard the Lord say, that's your fourth person. I said, Lord, I met her this morning. He said, that's your fourth person. When she sits down, tell her what you hear me say. And so, you know, I wasn't hard-headed no more. I was ready to tell her after all I went through that day. But anyway, she came and she, I was sitting behind the bus driver and she sat next to me. And she said, how was your day? How was your first day? And I told her, it went all right. I said, but something interesting happened to me today. And I told her what happened to that point. And I said, when you stepped on the step, the Lord said you was the uh, fourth person. And so the Lord began to talk to me. He said, tell her that she comes from a line of pastors a line of, of anointed people. And she is called uh, to preach as well. And I was telling her, as the Lord told me, she was looking at me and I could see the tears form up in her eyes. They hadn't dropped down her face yet, but they were forming. So I knew she identified with what was being said. And so uh, the Lord said, tell her that she's been sleeping with women. Y'all hear me? That she has been sleeping with women that was not the life that I called for her. And I want her to come out of that life. I said, the Lord said, you've been sleeping with a woman. Uh, and that's not the life he called for you. He wants you to come out of that. And she really began to cry. And uh, we prayed with one another. And, went, and, and I said, be obedient to the Lord. Do the things that he told you to do because he told her to do some things. I forgot everything now, but he told, because that was years ago, but. He, you know, she, before she left that bus, she was crying and snotting and she said, yes, yeah, she would, she would obey the Lord. She would come out because she knew that I could not have known that about her, that these, this really came from the Lord. And when she got off the bus, the bus driver turned around and gave me a high five. <laughs> he gave me a high five. But, um, that taught me humility and to humble myself before the Lord, Suli, that God is in control. And he's the head of my life. And I don't have the right to tell him no when he tells me to do something. Now, I wasn't calling myself trying to be hard-headed. I was just young in the Lord. And and um, like most young women are, you know, he had to train me to have humility with him and obedience to him in all things. So I hope that answered your question or was a good example for that for you. Amen. That was really good. That was really good. Um, Apostle uh, Robbie, are you going to be singing a song? I see Bree asking. I see, I see, sis. I see. I was enjoying the um, 
Ah, the subject of humility. My God. Yes, please. And that's the highest place you can be in the body, as in the state of humility and this consciousness of humility. And that's when we're resting, we're leaning on the breastplate of Christ. That's when we're leaning on him, you know. We're, we're getting that intimate place, worshiping him and letting him know that we're needing him. We need him. We can't do it. We're, we're coming under an authoritative place. I just love the way Apostle bring things out as well. Um, Amen. It, it is. You. It is at will. You know, you cannot. It is. I don't think that had it not been for the evidence, the evidence of a fall or absence from God that I, that I knew when I was in a state of humility because the flesh is something else. The flesh likes what, um, it, it, it likes to be in headship. If I say that it likes to be praised. It likes to be patted up. You all know how we get a new suit before the Holy ghost came and before the Holy ghost. And this is how the Lord showed it to me. Um, and I got a new suit and I, I was trying to, I'm keeping everything clean. I'm making sure not to touch my new bell bottom pants and don't touch my new white shoes. And, you know, I'm washing it. Look how good I got this. I'm look how good I'm looking. Like I did all this. Like I made the pants, like I made the shirt. But when I began to think on what it took for me to get that outfit, my mother's hard work, my dad putting things aside. Mm-hmm. Um, someone thought enough of me, even with the actions that I did that wasn't always right. And they still blessed yeah. me and kept me in a place of, of being grateful to an extreme where I was never operating without um, acknowledging that God is God. That God is good and he's made a way again. Amen. Amen. I would like to sing a song. Amen. I was um, thinking, uh, I love singing. I love singing. And I bless the Lord, brother. I mean, Bree asked me and I was like, oh my goodness, I was going to ease on out the way. But he caught, they caught me. They caught me. Caught me in the crossroads. But um, Lord is my desire to worship you, Lord, with all of my heart, I worship you. With all that is within me, I give my all. Lord, with all of my heart, I worship you. Lord, I give you my heart. I give you my soul. I love you and you alone. Every breath that I take, every moment I'm awake, I give my all to you. Lord is my 
desire to worship you lord with all of my heart i worship you lord i give you my heart i give you my soul i love you and you alone every breath that i take every moment i'm awake i give my all to you i give my all to you glory to god hallelujah glory to god thank you lord thank you lord that was beautiful as usual not something <laughs> unusual for you praise the lord i just want to share this picture with you guys um and as we begin this room i was already working on this but this is um this is a necklace that i created praise god as we were worshiping and y'all you guys oh my goodness i just I, i'm glad I, my testimony is i started i was ready to give up but um i just you know i was like i'm gonna keep going that i'm gonna keep going that i know the flow the creativity is going to come back to me praise the lord and so i just let the holy spirit lead me and it just began to increase um once again i thank god amen 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 thank you lord amen amen and hope is here she she hadn't said anything hope Would i love like hope hi hope hi hope hi hope She <laughs> the anointing a, i mean it was so full of the anointing here she might have went into that anointed sleep you know when the peace of the lord is here he put us to sleep like we little babies don't he mm-hmm. he can do that mm -hmm. that's so true that's when you enter into that nest. lay down so calmly you went to sleep, wake up and like, oh, I'm more wow. Yeah. So Bree likes to sing as well. And yes, come on with your Caribbean. <laughs> it's a she look at she look at hers. Okay, okay. You don't want to sing, would you at least read the poem? Come on, everybody got to give a little something. <laughs> this is the cafe. This is the cafe where you don't just take, you got to give. Stop pulling on me, stop it. Oh, praise God. What did you say, Bray? I felt you pulling. You did not. I'm on the receiving end tonight. I like to play I'm a song. Enjoying. I did, y'all. I like to sing. Mm 
Oh, yes. I ain't singing it right now, but I'm going to play a song that I (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to uh, learn songs because I was singing prophetic songs and I didn't know anybody's songs. So I found this little app that gives me the words and the music and I was practicing. I go to the houses of prayer and they'd be like, Apostle, where you been? You don't know nobody's song. So I was trying to learn people's songs. Here's a song I did by Fred Hammond. Uh, um, no weapon. So here we go, y'all.
Okay, guys, that's it. Girl, you better sing that song. Hey. Y'all be over here saying, Lord, <laughs> sing it some more. I like. That I was like. good, That was beautiful. Beautiful. My God. It is It is an app called Smule, S-M-U-L-E. And um, it, it will, you can type in the songs that you want, and it will give you the words and the music. And so you can sing to the music. And that's that's how I'm learning other people's songs through that. So I get on it. Okay, and I, how did you it, record? It records for you. It, it records oh, wow. for you. You go to the app and it records for you. And um, okay. you can share some of the recordings. I'm sorry. You can share some of the recordings. And you can sing with other people to kind of sharpen your skills with. With singing with other people, I got so many songs on here, but I love it because um, I can go into it and learn the songs and have the music and instrumental Ooh, and all of that. Y'all should try I'm it; it's be, fun. I'm go, I'm gonna be all up and through this. It's it's S M U L E Smule. I'm about to download it right now. <laughs> it's fun. I love it. That's going to help me memorize, too. Mm-hmm. And you can download it. They have another part of Smule where you can download yourself singing and uh, have your have your songs. And you can, uh, you know, put them on a flash drive or put them on a disc or whatever you want to do. So it's pretty cool. But yeah, that looks like it's really fun. Oh, my goodness, my. My son gonna be on there. Aaron's gonna be on there singing. <laughs> yeah, I just didn't know anybody's songs, and I was like, "Lord, I gotta learn these songs," because you know, I'm learning a lot mm. of songs. A lot of music is coming, been coming out lately. Yeah, a lot of playing something super. Um, I'm waiting for Bree's songs. Bree sings in tongues. Who's that? Rapping tongues. Very um rap and yeah, I think it, do you sing a little bit? Mm, I think you do a little singing in there. Very Caribbean style. It's really good. Yes. I find myself singing. Come on, unmute your mic, Bray. It's okay. Come on out. Come on out and talk. (laughs) Come on out and play. (laughs) Listen to this one, guys. This is the last one I'm going to play, y'all. But I just love it. It just does something to my spirit when I hear it. What's the name of it? 
Uh, it's called I Give Myself Away. Let me start it over. It's called I Give Myself Away by this guy named William McDowell. Okay. Here it goes. Thank you. 
Okay, guys. That's it. I put y'all to sleep. No, I'm talking and my phone was on mute. I'm sorry. I was like, wow. I'm talking to you all the way through the song. That's beautiful. Yes. Very, very unique. I love it. A song sang from the spirit of a person and not like the person that sang it. You sing it out of your mm-hmm. That was beautiful. Thank you. That was nice. So I love I, I love that app. God has used it to teach me different little songs. So when I go out, if someone asks me, I I've sing a lot of prophetic songs, but if someone asks me, um, I'd have some songs that people know to sing, or I could sing with people. Amen. But I think that's going to be it for me for the night, guys. My husband, he don't usually come in here when I'm ministering unless he's going to be a part of it. And I think he's ready to come on to bed. Yeah. Yeah. But I have enjoyed meeting all of you. I have followed everyone. Thank you. Let me make sure. And I do hold a room um, as the Lord gives me unction. It is called God is My God. And the only other room is the Ascension Gifts. I started that room when I first came on Clubhouse. Haven't done a lot in it, and I don't know if what I do on in my second room transferred to it. But but go in and listen to some of the um, messages. There are strong messages. Um, Some are really long because sometimes they record when I'm in other rooms like this one. But um, go take a listen. And I'll make sure that I follow you guys and do some of your notifications when you're on and tell people about you. I have really enjoyed meeting all of you. I have a song for you before you go. Okay. Are you, okay. I'm going to do it real quick because I, I mean not quick, but rush through it. Don't rush. Don't, don't it, rush is, it is such a song that it took, takes me back to the foundation and yes. it, it ministers to me. Apostle, oh. we're going to have to get together and do a, do a, a CD or something. Yeah, that would be good. The apostle saying. <laughs> Go That's ahead. it. That's it. Let's do this, Cletus. We're going to do it. <laughs> have relations over here with the word of God and so But I do. I enjoy I enjoy the, the relaxed the relaxed um presentation. Well, it's just being you know, like a fireside chat. This right here has been such a place because today was my oxygenation day. I was just going to sit back and let the body just oxygenate itself, you know, replenish yes. and restore. But this is, ne- I, I would never have known, I never would have known that serving would be so pleasurable to having the joy of my salvation come to a new level of expectancy and um, arousal is a word, right. arousal him, be right. lifted. Amen. But I'm going to sing this song and I thank you so much for everyone. This song blesses me. Whew. Take me past the outer course into your holy place. 
past the brazen altars. Lord, I long to seek your face. Take me past the crowds of people and the priest who receive my praise. Lord, I'm hungering and thirsting for your righteousness and is only found in one place. Take me to the holies of holies. Take me in by the blood of the Lamb. Oh, take me in to the holies of holies. Lord, take the coals, cleanse my lips. Lord, here I am. Here I am, take the coals, cleanse my lips, Lord, here I am. That's all that I have for tonight. Oh, that was beautiful. Oh, beautiful. My, my voice kind of getting cracked with it. I've been up most of the day just No, your voice was perfect. Praise your voice God. Was perfect. So was your praise. I enjoyed it. I did. I praise enjoyed, God. you know, listening to both you of you. I enjoyed listening to both of you as, as a great example of bonding. bonding <laughs> not just sharpening, but bonding um, two beautiful and strong women in purpose. This was, it, it was an honor. You know what I mean? Um, yes. It was an the honor. honor was and, all I know, mine. and I know it was God. Praise the Lord. All of the teaching, the prayers, um, the worship. Amen. Amen. <laughs> the amen. testimony. Powerful, powerful. I thank God. Hallelujah. He led me to open the room yeah. up. Glory to God. Um, you, if Father. one of you will be led to pray. Uh, before I close the room out. Oh, y'all finna go too? Okay. Yeah. Go go ahead. Go, go ahead, a, a woman of God, Apostle. It would be my honor to hear you pray if you if you would like to do that. But I wanted to before we left, since everyone's leaving, there's uh, mm -hmm. Sasha in the audience. I know her. Blessing Sasha, uh, doctor and pastor. I think it's Pastor Michael and all those that came mm -hmm. today to hear us and to minister through prayer for us. I appreciate it. I know my sisters do. And those that I shared the panel with, God bless you. Amen. Yes. Amen. I totally concur with the apostle and those that are here. We, we truly salute you and celebrate what God is doing for you and the value you bring into any atmosphere. Praise God as an ambassador and a believer. Praise God. We thank God for you joining. Yeah, so we had, 87 people. we had 87 people. I just wanted to recognize them. Some are listening from other places. Um, mm -hmm. And so God blessings to them and those that will come on this replay. God's blessings to you. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, Apostle. I'm sorry. Oh. She got a call. I trust that God gave everyone 
um, what their need was that he filled it in this room on tonight. Hallelujah. We bless you. I just want to give God a little praise before you pray, Apostle Father. I thank you, Father. Amen. I bless your holy name. Thank you in the name of Jesus, oh God. You are wonderful. We thank you for showing up for us. We thank you that you never leave us empty, Father. We thank you, Father, that you have divinely brought us together, Father. And, And just, it's just amazing how on the app, you know, how we can fellowship father like we you know we we hardly ever get to really experience by going to uh you know a church service thank you that we're able to be ourselves express ourselves have show our personality just really be who you created us to be hallelujah and you can even use us here um online on the phone I thank you, Father, and I give you glory in Jesus' name for each and every person that you've touched on tonight. Hallelujah. I know you're going to do something, and you have done something amazing and wonderful in them as you have for me and others. Thank you, Father. Okay, Apostle Robbie. Don't forget the invitation to Christ, guys, to to everyone. The invitation to Christ, Romans uh, 10 and 9. Amen. Amen. Yes, if you do not know the Lord Jesus Christ, I invite you. Confess, hallelujah, believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and you shall be saved. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. Invite him into your heart, hallelujah. Let him know that you are a sinner, hallelujah, that you have sinned against him. Confess your sins before him and ask him to come in. Hallelujah. He will sup with you and you will sup with him. You become one. Hallelujah. May you be filled with his Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus, be blessed. Hallelujah. We celebrate you. We love you. And we welcome you into the kingdom of God, into the family of God. Reconcile back to the Lord. Hallelujah. Your sins are now forgiven you. You now have a heavenly abode hallelujah and with the father praise the lord okay apostle praise you we thank god for all everything that have been said and done and all hearts are settled father we thank you that everything that we have said to god every word that we have spoken god point others back to the kingdom of god amen we bless you lord god in the name of jesus and father as we come lord god we thank you gracious lord our King, our provider, our sustainer, God. Thank you for being the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, Lord God, who is the creator through you, Lord God, of everything to the ends of the earth. We bless you, Lord God, because you sustain us, God. We thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah, because you cover us, God. Hallelujah. We thank you, O God, in the name of Jesus, because you provide for us, Lord. We thank you for the gathering here in this room, Lord God. But you said it in your word in Psalm 133, God, how good and pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. And we thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah for the unity that we have here on tonight, God. Each and every one, Lord God, being poured into and no one being left behind in the name of Jesus. We thank you for your love, God. We thank you for your joy and your peace. 
Lord, we thank you for the fruit of the spirit. And we thank you, Lord God, for willingness, Lord God, to just lay aside everything, God, and spend time with you, Lord God, to celebrate with our sister Sue on tonight. And those that came into the room, Lord God, we thank you that they found, that they received, that they experienced, that they encountered what they needed for their walk with you, Lord God. And we thank you that their joy will be fulfilled in the name of Jesus because they have come and celebrated and saturated themselves and gleaned, Lord God, among them that are sanctified. Father, we thank you right now that you come against every spirit of backlash, every spirit of retaliation in any shape, form, or fashion, seen and unseen, known and unknown in the name of Jesus. Father, we bind up backlash, hallelujah. We come against false symptoms of being real. Hallelujah, every mental attack that the enemy would use because of our obedience of coming together and those that sacrifice their times, hallelujah, their sleep habits, God, and just to press in, Father, we ask you that you receive to give to them, God, and let them receive of you. Hallelujah for that which was poured out in this room today, a double portion of strength, a double portion of encouragement, God, just a double portion, oh God, hallelujah, of sustaining glory, excuse me, that they may continue to press toward the mark for the prize of the higher calling which is in you. Father, we pray in the mighty name of Jesus, glory to God, that these that go to their places, wherever it is, and there's several places in, in every direction of the earth, north, south, east, and west, that when they get to their places, God, if they're driving, they'll be safe. They'll have no mechanical breakdowns, God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you for traveling mercies, oh God. We ask you, Lord God, to bless the wives that are here through the vehicles of the husbands. Bless the husbands through the vehicles of the wives here on tonight. We ask you, Lord God, to bless each and every one as they prepare to retire and to rest. Restore them, oh God. Restore the virtue that they poured out, God, in the name of Jesus. Lord God, we deploy angels that excel in strength and might that will warfare their grounds in the sleep realm. Let nothing, Lord God, satanic go into their resting place. Go into the place, God, where they will commune with you in eternity, God. And I thank you for it, Father. I thank you and I glorify you, Lord God. Hallelujah. And I thank you, Lord God, that they will have beautiful sleep beautiful dreams. You will show them mysteries. You will give them clarity, God. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. And when they awake, God, they will find nothing broken out. They will find nothing broken in. They will, Lord God, be complete and whole and full of energy and alertness, God. All of this, we thank you in advance. And we believe it to be so, God, because we're not asking amiss. We're not asking anything driven of our own self, God, to be intoxicated, oh God, with selfishness and vain appetites in the name of Jesus. So, Father, we thank you and we give your name praise and glory hallelujah for just meeting with us and pouring into us using yourself god to pour back into yourself and us god that we can be stronger and wiser in the name of jesus now as we leave from this place father never from go with us god and we know much prayer is much power little prayer is little power no is no power shalom your courts Amen. Beautiful prayer. Thank you, Apostle. Amen. Amen. And I'll be closing the room out in three, two, one. Shalom, everyone.